to show. Hello, everybody. How are you? It's Dante, and it's Off the Mats Podcast. Welcome back. Oh, and Happy New Year. Because I didn't do like a New Year's episode enough and to close out. So I'll say Happy New Year now. So anyhow, thanks for coming back, y'all. I'm glad y'all listening. Everybody out there in Illinois and Colorado blowing up the fucking downloads. Thank you. It's beautiful. And Pennsylvania, too. I'm getting a lot of love from those three states. Um. So yeah, thank you. This week, we're going to do things a little different. It's not going to be a nerd cast. It's just going to be a regular off the mats podcast. Because we're going to talk about Spider-Man. I want to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home specifically. So if you have not seen the movie, back out now. Because we're talking about it all the way through every single thing. The reasons why I cry. The reasons why I want to fight the dude next to me. Because I think he thought I was crying. I definitely was crying. But yeah, I got emotional. So we're going to talk about all of it. Spoilerific. From beginning to end. We're going to tell you who died. Who came back. Y'all know who came back. It's been two weeks. Y'all know what happened. So, and when I say we, I don't just mean me. I mean my good friend, Marilyn Phil. Welcome back. What's up? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you <laughs> as well, my friend. Yeah, you put the message, New Year's Day. You put the message uh, last night. You're like, Happy New Year. I was like, yeah, man, good night. <laughs> like, what the fuck you messaged me for? It's late. I'm old uh, as fuck. I messaged the Nerd Rage uh, chat. Hey, that's me. I'm there. It, my phone went ding. Joe did eventually respond, but he was deep in his uh, his card game. <laughs> That's what they're calling it now. <laughs> Let's get weird. Um, so I'm doing things a little different here. Just I say that for myself because I don't normally have like an outline or notes or nothing because well, I have notes when I'm like having specific guests. But when we're doing stuff like this, I have notes, too, but not like on a board, like on the dry erase board over here. I got kind of an outline in our direction of the show because I'm crunch for time meanwhile i sat here and talked with phil for about fucking 40 minutes before the show started that's what i do but anyhow we're gonna just go ahead and jump into this so phil right out the gate spider-man no way home one through ten what's your score uh it's a nine for me a nine out of ten oh solid i'm around there too Mm -hmm. as i got to sit and think about some things i brought it down to a nine i was closer to a ten because i was like damn dude like this it's, movie it's pretty perfect. perfect for me, and I it's definitely a flawed film, but it, for me personally, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, and this was very satisfying to see. Yeah, there's a lot of fan service. There's a lot. There's a lot. It, of it is a very fan servicey film. You know, like that um, doesn't always work. My buddy Steve went to see it, and we talked about it on Colompton a little bit. Oh, now, really? Re- okay. No, not really. Oh no! <laughs> I realized as we were seconds. talking, and I was like, I don't think he understands any of the words that I'm saying right now. I'm speaking a foreign language to this man. Even is, though is he up on all the films, or does he no. just randomly see stuff? No, okay. no. You saw this because of the popularity. Then, well, yeah. Okay, you, you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. I, like, not that he does it that way with most stuff, but that's just like we were talking before we start recording. Mm-hmm. Certain movies have a popularity behind that everyone's oh, yeah. going to see it. Yeah, this has been very buzzworthy in the news. It's uh, the first movie to make a billion dollars since the pandemic hit. So, uh, and I mean, not only that, it's just. The like as long as it took them to put out a trailer, all the rumors leading up yeah. to it, there's just so much build up to this movie. 
So once we get it, it's like everyone's like, I shit, I I switched my days off from work and was like, hey, I gotta go midday to see this movie. Yep. And I saw then, it in the theater twice. My so. manager was like, Yeah, I, I understand. Go. I was like, <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Whether you understand or not, I was going to go. <laughs> um so with our uh scores being both nines, mm-hmm. so it's pretty fucking good, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll do good, bad, ugly. Okay. Uh, bring out some classic nerd rage terminology there. So, what's the good for you? Uh, good for me is um, nostalgic feels being hit with very good moments for return of some famous villains from prior films and the return of famous forms of Spider-Man from prior films. All of which we knew definitely the villains were happening for all the trailer. It was easily predictable that the other Spider-Men were going to show up. So, um, I got something on that in a, in a little bit. Though, and also the... The other thing that we kind of knew was going to happen, even though it hadn't been officially confirmed, but when uh, Murdoch shows up, it was very nice. I actually forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot about it so much that I didn't fucking write it on my board. Did, did you watch the Hawkeye episode the night before yeah. to mm-hmm. reveal? Okay. I actually watched it that morning. Okay. Right so I watched the it the night before. I went to see it on opening day. So, because I knew once they did what they did in Hawkeye, and I'm not going to spoil that here. We can talk about that later. But. And I'm going to spoil the shit out of that. Kingpin showed up. <laughs> Well, I knew once D'Onofrio comes back as Kingpin, I was like, okay, well, they're, the rumor of, of uh, what's his name, Charlie, Charlie Cox, Cox coming, yeah. in, coming in as Daredevil for Spider-Man is definitely going to happen. There's his no last two ways about Cox. it. That sucks. C-O-X, but yeah. Mm, okay. You call it what <laughs> Dude, you Dude, I, I, I love the statement they made when he walks into the scene, like, when he, it's like, uh, like an over-the-shoulder shot of him, and he pops the cane down and makes an audible sound, and it, bam. Switch camera switches right to him. I was like, okay, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that, they gave him his, and he's only in it for like five minutes or less. Yeah, and that's all he needs. He is he catches the brick as it comes to the window, and amazes Parker because Parker's like, how the fuck do you do that? He's like, I'm a good lawyer. It was just cheesy as fuck line, but it worked. Yeah, this isn't his show though. So yeah, like, yeah. So, he showed up. We're showed gonna up, give him as yeah. much time as he's got in the movie. Yeah, thirty seconds. And it, no. that's all I needed. I said, all right, well, yeah. cool. That's yeah, that's all you need is just to kind of establish something. Yeah. It's just show someone yep. e- even if you know, even if it was a business card. Yep. And we didn't even see him, but we knew, okay, yeah. he's coming back. But I think it was important to show that it was Charlie Cox so we know yeah. where things are gonna be going potentially and even ideal with those Netflix shows. Yeah. Those characters, what could be coming back, hopefully not Iron Fist. Well, I mean, just because they're using him as Daredevil doesn't necessarily mean all the former Netflix story, stories are canon. No, I'm not yeah. saying that they yeah. are. What I'm saying is potential mm-hmm. ideal of where this could be going with characters potentially coming back. I mean, there have been heavy rumors about um, Punisher oh, yeah. coming in. I think, you know, so. I'm pretty sure they'll get him. That's the thing. I mean, there, there have been rumors, light rumors about uh, Kristen Ritter coming back as Jessica mm-hmm. Jones. Yeah. So, you know. Whether the whether they keep the shows canon or not, they're still using the characters. That's yeah. kind of the point that I'm making. Um, any other good? Um, uh, I like a lot of the the emotional punch for uh, some of the the death, the death scene for Aunt May. I think was I had problems with that scene too, but I, I did like the emotional punch for it, and I like the fact they finally got the um, that. Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man finally got the power of responsibility line that is a hallmark for the character since it's it's creation in the 60s. And uh, how, let's see, how 
how they played Norman, Willem Dafoe, is probably uh, the best performance in the entire film for me. And how he played Norman as a psychological character was brilliant. And it's yeah. even he dives into it even way more than he did in the original Raimi film. Yeah. And how they updated the goblin costume to make it a little more legitimate, a little less comical, a little less comedic, was, was very well done. They even like the cloth hood. And then um, how nasty his and Parker's fights would get that would drop down. Yeah. It was very akin to like how dark he got at the tail end of the 90s when they brought him back into the comics. Um, and how, how dark and dirty their fights could get. It was, it was very well played. Yeah, and I love that that everything about Willem Dafoe in yeah, this role as a so goblin. Well um, I love the update to Electro, which we we knew was coming. Yeah. Made it look more legitimate, so he's not blue Jamie Foxx anymore. They made him, uh, they gave him like the more classic electrical look, yeah. which is which was nice to see. Uh, um, my good for for this film was really just bringing those villains back and not making them like taking it serious mm-hmm. and making it feel like it fit. It, it, you know, they had their, their typical uh, Marvel cinematic humor to it, but there was still a level of threat to these characters where it's like you have Electro, you know, with his little bit of banter. Um, Sandman had a couple lines in there, but there was always that looming threat of Osborne because you knew, look, he's right now this humbled old fucking like lost fucking homeless guy mm-hmm. right now that shit ain't gonna last and that's that's terrifying because when's the switch gonna go off yeah. and I, I really like the way that they played that yep it was, um, it was well it was well time switch i mean it was a little bit predictable when it was gonna happen but it was like okay this makes sense for the character yeah and yeah. and like uh some of the other good like the the whole nod to the classic. Well, we don't have to do too much good. Okay, okay. We got we we we're on limited time. Like the whole fucking movie was good. Like we don't got to give all the good because we're gonna talk about the movie. Um, bad. Um, some of the CG looked uh, undone, uh, specifically for Lizard and Sandman. We talked about this in Nerd Rage a little bit. Like they looked like they were just cut and copied rather than finished, which is why I think. Um, I think the the mold, the design for Lizard was probably just cut and copied from one of the program they had him saved from Amazing Spider-Man. He didn't look he didn't really look improved at all, and they kept him in shadow mostly. I think also they pro- he wasn't really heavily prom- prominent. No, so I think that was part of it too. Though they weren't they weren't like you know Electro is going to have a, a bigger because they're pull, changing him. Yeah, uh, Doctor Octopus, you know everyone yeah. who's going to be on screen a lot more and have a bigger push in the movie. We're gonna get the bigger upgrades versus Sandman and Lizard. They're there. They're basically there as basically henchmen almost. Yeah, but they're not like they, Sandman like, specifically. <clears throat> it looked like um, for Thomas Hayden Church, they didn't use his actual face until the very end. It's probably stock footage that they punched in. Okay, and that's what it looked like. Basically, they weren't being going to be used as much as the other. So yeah. why spend the extra money? Yep. On, on doing anything special for them, um. Bad for me, uh, honestly, I don't know that I have any real mm-hmm. bad when I think about, when I think back on it. And the thing is, I know there are things that I didn't like that brought the score down mm-hmm. from like a 9, 8 to even 9. Uh, I feel like in the beginning it was a little sloppy. Okay. But I, it, I think that was by design, I think. Okay. Just with everything that was coming because it was very chaotic. So I felt like a lot of that was crammed to 
get us, you know, kind of along with the story. I felt like just yeah, they had a long walk to. They had a lot to cover in this film if they, yeah. to pull off everything they did. And I think they didn't want to do a three-hour film, so yeah, I don't remember the runtime. It was close. Uh, two two forty. Okay, it was, yeah, I was gonna say it was close. So, and I, I feel like they they're just probably as a whole was like thinking, look, let's not do another fucking three-hour film. Although they probably could have gotten away with it. Yeah, for this, I'm sure they could have. But it, they could have done a Lord of the Rings length, and people would have been fine with it. I think. The first 30 minutes of it was just very clumsy. Okay. But it still worked because that's not the, that, yeah. that wasn't what made the movie for me. Yeah. Like you just had to get to the, you just have to get to the dance. I don't care how you get there. And they got there. Um, ugly. I don't really have ugly. Uh, I, 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 a little more, a little more bad. Like just cause it's not ugly. It just wasn't completely for me. It makes sense for the characters when I think about it. Like, the banter between the three Spider-Man. Some of the dialogue was too cheesy for my taste. But it makes sense in the context of what the comic books are. When they when you look at the Spider-Verse comics, and you have multiple forms of Spider-Man interacting, it is overly cheesy. Because of who they are. So it makes sense. It's not for me particularly. Even though I do like the books. Um, but, like, some of the, the cheesy banter the, the three had with each other... Some of it was good. I like the the when they discussed the differences between the fact that McGuire Spider Man has natural webs and the others don't, and they're like yeah. fascinated by that. And they're talking about how to what what the Avengers are and the fact that Holland's the only one who has any real team experience. Yeah, I mean that stuff like that though. I, I think all that was you know important stuff to address though because you know again yeah. organic shooters is like. That yeah. that's a big fucking noticeable thing. Yeah, that, but then also that I did like the fact that they're in Holland's world, and mm-hmm. the Avengers were a thing, and you know, and yeah, you worlds, have no idea what they are. Yeah, it's yeah. like what the fuck so, is an Avenger? What's an Avenger? That's like, is great. That a what rock is it? Band? <laughs> yeah, you so, were in a band. Yeah, it's uh, like, uh, um, yeah, like now that I hear like, that, when I'm thinking about like the whole, the whole, shitty. some of the dialogue use was was kind of cheesy. The whole bro hug thing. Was cutesy, but I, I don't really think that that was needed. I don't think that it was not needed, though. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, I, I think that was one of those things where I don't, I didn't personally not care for it, but at the same time, it wasn't something. If they didn't have it, it wouldn't have mattered. But the fact that they did, it's like okay, that's cool. I, I think it's funny because as we were talking about mm. popularity with movies. Spider-Man is the most popular Marvel property. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people take Spider-Man personal, whether they know shit about Spider-Man or not. Because mm-hmm. he's the everyman character that everybody identifies with, at least somewhat. So I think that was kind of a nod to, like, hopefully them reaching out there saying, well, hopefully this connects because everyone loves Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are people that they may not know much about shit else but they know, oh, well, Spider-Man, yeah, Uncle Ben, Aunt May. And mm-hmm. people that I've heard mention Uncle Ben, it blows my mind. Because it's like, wow, okay. How you know Uncle Ben? <laughs> you, you must have woke up early on Saturday mornings watching cartoons, son. Mm-hmm. What's up? Um, so I, don't, I, I thought it was fine. But th- there was some, like, like the whole uh, you're in a band. Now hearing that out loud yeah. again, it's like, yeah, that was kind of fucking dumb. So- the, one, the other scene that I'm on the fence with that I have a love and also a slight dislike was was Aunt May's death scene. What did you think of that? To me, it seemed like they hung on to it a little bit too long where he didn't. He was so over, 
overcome with grief he didn't do anything for her, and that didn't completely make sense to me. I get that for a, a cinematic punch they had to do that, but it really seems like he should have been able to try something, even if he wasn't going to end up saving her life, that he would have attempted to do something for her. So I think... In the, amount, in the amount of time they used on screen for that scene. So I think the way that that scene was handled was part of the sloppy. Yeah, okay. And when I say part of the sloppy, that, that I saw, it was like, you see her get hit. And I remember seeing her get hit. I was like, yo, there's no way she survives this. Yeah. Because... you know right then when she gets... Well, you knock, yeah. <laughs> like, she, she's a regular person. She gets hit by a fucking goblin glider. But she's kind of walking around. She's moving. Mm-hmm. Normal. Yeah. And it's like, no. It, like, no. that That's not how that works. And they kind of had it in this way where she's moving. She's functioning fine. And trying to play it off. And it's like, yeah. I don't give a fuck who's playing Aunt May. No one's that fucking tough to say, oh, this goblin glider just fucking impelled me. Probably snapped my spine, but it's okay. I'm walking around. It's cool. Yeah. Like, so I, I thought that that was a little clunky versus, you know, if the shit just hit her and fucking killed her. That's that's more realistic in, in real theory because, like, again, she's not an old lady, but, you know, She's a, that's another thing I was thinking about with fucking Aunt May. Not just this Aunt May, but Aunt May in general. Like in the comics, you might know the answer to this because I've always wondered. It's like, Aunt May is old as fuck. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened in that family where Peter's <laughs> fucking dad is like, you know, doesn't look that old, you know, from things that, you know, you've seen like in little uh-huh. stories. Uh-huh. You look at Uncle Ben and Aunt May, it's like, yo, these motherfuckers are grandparents. <laughs> and they, yeah, Richard and Mary entrusted their son over to. Like Richard's brother <laughs> to, to some fucking elderly motherfuckers that are gonna die in a week and a half. I was like, "What the fuck is this, yo?" I don't know. That's supposed to be Richard's older brother. So, <laughs> she was just older, older brother. brother. Mm, that's that's in, in the classic uncle. lore. Like when Ben and May are young adults going on dates for the first time, they often had to take Richard's uh, Richard with them on their dates. So, I as, would as, hope as he the, would take kid. some Richard with him. As the as the kid brother, who the annoying kid brother that Ben has to have tag along on their dates when they're all younger. Yeah. Uncle Ben aged like the fucking Crip Keeper. Then <laughs> you know, that dude looks old as fuck. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, I mean, I'm glad that Mar- Marissa yeah. Tomei was playing Aunt May because, like, at least that seems a little bit more realistic in, in <laughs> thought as to okay, that could be the aunt. It's a cute aunt. All right, I get it. Yeah, I mean, even Sally Field, you know, it's like okay. Yeah, like, Sailor Fields, where, where like, they started to update a little bit, made, made it a little more like the Ultimate Universe, where Aunt, Aunt May is a little more uh, updated and a little younger. Yeah, you know, it's like, it, yeah, at least it seemed like, okay, I could see that being an aunt. You know, and then having uh, Tom Holland being a younger Peter Parker. Yeah. Well, they were all supposed to be in high school. Yeah. And he's the only one that looked like he yeah, was yeah. fucking Yeah, yeah, Tobey Maguire looked like he was in his 20s. <laughs> Tobey Maguire looked like he was fucking... <laughs> He's about to be a dad, like you know, like a twenty-seven-year-old dad. And Adam Garfield looked like he was like probably third, fourth year in college. Talking about, yeah, I'm in high school. Hello, fellow high schoolers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, but yeah, that was that was my only ugly is like Aunt May's death and just not not the fact that it happened. I love that yeah. it happened because I, for years I've always been saying since Civil War, which is on in the background right yeah. now. I was like, we need a real fucking casualty. Not like, oh, they killed yeah, this character. Because they never addressed, for Holland Sparker, they never addressed Uncle Ben's death. They never given the power well, I already posted line. a picture on Uncle yeah. Ben. It's Doc Ock, son. <laughs> he was slinging. 
Um, but you know, that's a different, that's a different multiverse, I guess. Um, so, uh, just kind of going through it now as, as we go through the story and you get the big reveal. He's Peter Parker. Everyone's, yeah, over from the previous film. everyone's lives is ruined, uh, specifically his friends because they can't get into MIT because of him. He turns to Dr. Strange. He's like, Hey man, yeah. what's up? Like, which there's been a lot of uh, different articles talking about, well, wait a minute, if he was able to just do this, why couldn't he do all these other spells on fucking Thanos and make him forget about one in the Infinity Stone? I, I, even when Loki came out, uh-huh. I was getting a lot of messages talking about, wait, so the Infinity Stones are pretty much worthless then. What's, what was the point of the story if in the TVA they're just paperweights? It's like, oh. Yeah, in the TVA they're paperweights, but in fucking the reality of the fucking movies... They still matter. Like I, yeah. dude, I hate people so fucking <laughs> much, yo. It's like when people want to like just make things more of an issue than it really is. Like just fucking sit back and be entertained. Jesus fucking Christ, man. What are we doing? Anyhow, so he goes to Doctor Strange. Um, how did you feel about that? Like, because it is from yeah. I mean, story. Uh, I like the fact that he he went to Strange. Like, um, I thought it was a little. A little goofy how he got the the idea to do it from like the witches and there's like oh come on I, that's a that's a little bit of a walk but <laughs> it, it's fine they the, the whole thing with stories like this is they're not exactly the thickest of stories they're generally semi-thin oh well, yeah one, i mean again we got make it two hours and 40 yeah. minutes to tell a story so yeah you, you're gonna have to brush with but again that's what i'm talking about the yeah. whole stumbling to get to the dance i did like the the how they made a point of addressing that Strange is no longer Sorcerer Supreme because he blipped for five years, so Wong automatically got it. Yeah. It's like that makes complete sense in the context of what had happened before. I'm glad to make a point of talking about that. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I like what they do with these films, period. It's like, it's an overarching story. Mm-hmm. And things that happen, you know, four movies ago, however many movies ago, still, it still carries. Yeah, so. I love... Uh, I, Leading, even leading up, uh, aside from the Murdoch bit, um, I love the fact that the media frenzy around Parker and and MJ, and the fact that even though I don't like this version of Flash, he still goes along with his character, acts like he's Spider-Man's greatest pal, and this has had to be a point of direct at DC with the whole Flashpoint book. That was brilliant, because they still beat them to the punch for <laughs> Flashpoint still hasn't come out as a film yet. What I DC. did like about Flash as well, because people complain in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Flash Thompson is a blonde hair kid. He's a bully, blah, blah, blah. So He's they still do, a bully. He's just not the same type of bully. So what they do for this one? They put some blonde hair on. Yeah, that, that was super cheesy. <laughs> it, it was cheesy, hair. but I think it was one that was like another fuck you. I love um, I love Jameson's obvious progression, even through the beginning of the film, where he's starting out as a YouTube guy who's basically got a green screen behind him and he's working out his fucking garage. And halfway through the movie, it makes a point of saying he's hit the big time already because he's, yeah. for clowning on Spider-Man and revealing his identity, he's he's become a major yeah. uh, online force within a matter of maybe a few days. I mean, the Spider-Man thing was the big payoff for yeah. him, and that was his break. Yeah. So I thought, and it, he's always done good as Jameson. I'm so glad they got him back. So All right, as we usually yeah. do, we go off topic a little so, bit here. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched uh, Being the Ricardos on uh, Prime last night. It's a goddamn good good film. Oh, oh, is it? That's about uh... Uh, Lucille Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so fucking good, dude. Um, what is that on? Is that it? It's on Prime. Okay. But uh, J.K. Simmons plays uh, Fred. 
Oh, okay. His other neighbor uh-huh. uh, in the show. He's fucking great. He's such a good actor. So man. the the real life behind the scenes, um, those two actors, uh-huh. Fred and Ethel, they hated each other in real life. Oh, really? And they played that shit so goddamn okay. good in that nice. movie. It it was brilliant. Okay. Like, like we watched it. Like Sarah, I mean, just because she works at night, mm-hmm. like she can't really hang in there for a yeah. lot of movies. Yeah. She made it through pretty much all. She missed like the last fifteen minutes of it. Okay. But I I'm willing to go back and watch this shit again. It was really good. Okay. So cool. that was just my little. Who plays Who plays Lucy? <sighs> Somebody famous, right? It's Nicole Kidman. Is it? And who? Wait, who plays? Her husband. Uh, I can't remember. It is. Uh, it's somebody else really famous, though, right? I don't know. Thank you. Oh, is, you didn't I mean, recognize him from anything. No, okay, I don't okay. know who the hell he is. But interesting. Um, but I was not crazy about the choice of using her. Okay. That's curious. Now curious she choice. does a very good job. Mm-hmm. So good that I actually forget that it was her. Okay. Cool. And that was what I was hoping. I told Sarah, I was like, "Look, mm-hmm. I hope with them making the choice to use her, that." She it, she's the best choice acting wise, and she does such a great job that I forget that it's her. Okay, and she, for the most she part, she pulled it off. Yeah. Okay. Like, like there's certain parts where, like, like one thing I was saying to Sarah that just lips, her lips are too thin. Okay. Yeah. Lucy, um, Lucy had pretty big lips back in the day. Um. Well, at least the, putting her lipstick on, mm-hmm. you know, kind of because they had to make it pop on camera, even though it was in black and white. Yeah. Like with Nicole Kidman, it it. That I, I just wasn't <laughs> buying it, uh-huh. but she had the her, the mannerisms down. Okay, the, good. Uh, uh-huh. Her accent, you know, uh-huh. she she sound just like her. That's good. Um, and I liked it so much so that I spent pretty much all of today, New Year's Day, watching I Love Lucy reruns. Oh, nice. It was really good. Um, all right, and now back to our regular <laughs> scheduled Spider-Man talk. So, um, but yeah, I, I like I like him as. Uh, uh, James Jameson. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. Um, and just the progression of the character, like you were saying, I thought mm-hmm. was really good. And um, damn, I do myself off with this. I love Lucy shit. <laughs> so with the villains being introduced, what did you think of that? Um, it basically what I expected. Although Norm, how they introduced Norman was, I think, very well done because that's not what I expected. Because initially, when you, you see the, the teaser and the trailer and the goblin, after he deals with Ock, um, and you see the pumpkin bomb come in, you you don't know that he's going to be taken out of the fight by Strange at that point. So you never he never engages Norman right away. And then Norman's later introduction was really well done. With I also like the fact that um, the nanotech from the Stark suit is how he disabled Ock's arms. It totally makes sense in the context. Yeah. Of this world, and it totally makes sense that Ock wouldn't be ready for anything like that, or this version of Ock wouldn't wouldn't be ready for anything like that, because he's totally uh, used to a less tech savvy Parker or a less tech tech laden world necessarily. Yeah. So the the core MCU as we know it is a little more tech uh, tech heavy due to Stark Industries than either of the previous Spider Man franchises have been. Yeah. And this definitely. and this new the Holland Spider Man has totally been deep in that ever since his origin so yeah i mean so much so that as we've spoken on nerd rage yeah like it's always felt like an iron man movie yeah and, and I, the way they leave this film i think we'll finally get something that's not that in the mcu eventually so yeah i mean because even with this movie it was obviously less of an iron man movie mm-hmm. 
but it did but feel. But he still needed Doctor Strange. Yeah, it for felt no. like a Doctor Strange movie yeah. though. But at least, uh, at least for me in the comics, it makes more sense that he goes to Doctor Strange for help because that's more classically what he would be identified with getting help from in, in New York. When in the books, usually Tony's on the on the West Coast. Yeah, he's not something that's easily accessible to Parker. And Tony's only been a mentor for him in more recent years in the books. Doctor Strange has always been a more long-term friend. So, oh, yeah. I mean, like, I, I guess, again, what I'm getting at, though, is with the way that this ended, moving forward, the next Spider-Man movie should be a Spider-Man movie. It's a, it, a little more street level, which is yeah. what I've been waiting for yeah, for a long time. It's just... I mean, and don't get me wrong. I love this movie. Oh, yeah. But I, it I still felt very much like... A, it, it was a Spider-Man... I'm curious Featuring, how you because at the end of the um, nerd rage thing we we rated all the Spider-Man films like put them in order kind of like we did for the X-Men way back yeah. when and I, I'm I mean, curious what you're let's what go your ahead and jump is. to that right now okay okay like why not like go because right. it, uh, what's your uh, so are we going from top to bottom or bottom to top uh, top to bottom probably no well fuck <laughs> um, so this is going to be probably number one yeah uh, and you know even when I think back to all the movies how I rated them. This is definitely the highest rated one. My next one down would probably be Far From Home. Okay. My next one down is probably Homecoming. I like Mysterio. Okay. I've always wanted Mysterio in the movie. Mm-hmm. He was a, I think they probably... Um, I, it, I thought the movie was just him. well done. And it made it believable. Mm-hmm. Number three for me is Spider-Man 2. Even though going back, it looks a little goofy, but it still felt like at the time. That's probably number three for me as well. It felt like a Spider-Man. It felt like it, it felt like I was reading a comic yep. come to life. Yeah. And it was true With to its Ray, form. Raimi directed it, how Aqua's a yeah. really contender, and the way um, McGuire got to play it with both how he has his personal life interfere with his spider powers yep. and vice versa, and the way Harry is kind of behind everything. And um, finds out that he's Spider-Man was was well played. At for so, what's your number four? Number four is Homecoming. Okay, so that's probably far from home for me. So Homecoming, it took me a while to grow into it because I I saw it much. I think I didn't see it until not even like when it came out on Blu-ray right away. Oh really? Okay. I bought it and I still didn't watch it for like another month and a half. Okay. And I, I think what it was for me is I wasn't really sure about, you know, this tech world and the vulture being mm-hmm. made how he's made. After watching I, it a few times, I did end up really enjoying it, which is why it's number four for me. Um, so now it gets kind of tricky for me okay. when, when we start getting down to these last, what, four? I think mm-hmm. four is left. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I'm going to take Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I'm not counting like the Spider-Verse film. The no, no, no. Thing. I'm so just counting live. That's its own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Fuck all that. Yeah. That would have been, that would have probably been my number two. Like, <laughs> I really love that movie. Um, but no, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is my number five. I didn't particularly okay. care for Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Okay. Or I'm sorry, as Parker. Yeah, same here. I, I don't love like, him as Spider-Man. He is great as Spider-Man. Bobby made a good case when we were talking about as him being the best version of the costumed Spider-Man because of how quick he is with the wisecracks. Yes. And how slick he is. And yes. I was I still love Holland probably overall the best, but he's probably right. In costume, yes. Garfield's probably the best version of Spider-Man that we've seen. So yeah, overall but Holland I, I can't stand him as Parker. He's way too cool. Yeah. 
if, yes. if I had been Garfield in 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 high school, I wouldn't have gotten picked on once. I would have been the the most popular kid in school. So what? <laughs> he, always... he was a skateboarder. He was like talking back to the bullies right out the gate. He never got as like he's dating the hottest chick in school. It's so like, what, what always? What rubbed me the wrong way right out the gate was when Flash was holding a kid over the trash can. Yeah. He's like, Parker, take a picture. And he says, no, put him down, Flash. And then he yells at Yeah, yeah he Flash. calls him Eugene in front of everybody, and Flash doesn't beat the shit out of him. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, like, I'm out. This is not Parker. That's not Parker. Like, this isn't, okay, I'm done with this. Uh, but that's, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is my number five. And I love the chemistry between he and Emma Stone. I love, like, this This Peter, or this Peter so Parker. So you like Amazing Spider-Man 2 better than the first one? Yes, but, reverse, but so in in uh-huh. I'll get to why uh-huh. in a second. But this is a now a older Spider Man mm-hmm. uh, in in costume and out. So I still don't like that he's super cool, but it's a little bit more acceptable in that second movie. Okay, than it is in that first movie. He's gotten a lot more a little more confidence. In what he's correct, doing. correct. Okay. Now after that, it. It's a toss-up between Amazing Spider-Man 1 and then the first Spider-Man. Okay. Um, I mean, I have issues with the Amazing Spider-Man because, again, Parker is too cool for school. Okay. You know, he, he's dating the hottest chick. He's talking back to bullies. He's confident. And it's like, that's not Peter Parker. Not night in high school. Yeah. You know, now again, in the second film, now that he's got that confidence of being Spider-Man, sure, I can buy it then. So, I don't know if I... Because that first Spider-Man, I'm going to put Spider-Man 1 after Amazing Spider-Man 2. And it's only because of the excitement of getting Spider-Man live action on screen. Yeah. Getting the Green Goblin, getting Mary Jane, getting all of it. See, see, after um, Far From Home, Spider-Man 1, the first Raimi film, is probably my next one. Just Um, because it was the first time I thought they, despite the changes they made, despite how cheesy the Goblin looked, I loved uh, Defoe's portrayal of the character. And how he played Osborne. And I love the setup in that movie. Um, what I one thing that I really, really enjoyed besides Defoe, Willem Defoe is really the only thing I enjoyed from that first Spider Man. Okay. I, I like James Franco mm-hmm. as um Harry. Yeah. I, I really enjoy him as Harry. And I, I enjoyed the development of that character. Yeah. Even even mm-hmm. in the third one. In the third film, the th- well, I don't want to jump too far, but the third film is the last on my list. Spider-Man 3, Raimi film, is the last on my list. Yeah, But same. Franco is like the one shining part of that mm-hmm. for me that's consistent in the movie. There are scenes I really love in that movie. The overall movie is not good, but there are scenes yeah. I really like. And Franco's character becoming the villain and then trying to redeem himself is straight out of the books for Harry. So that's perfect. Um, that's the only perfect part of, part of Spider-Man 3. So anyway. So um, I'm going to go with Spider-Man 1 and then Amazing Spider-Man. The first okay. Amazing Spider-Man. And then Spider-Man 3 is dead last because yeah. it was just a train wreck of a film. It it was not fun. I just watched it the other night. Yeah. And I was I like, sat through why? Yeah. Why am I doing this? I mean, in interviews now, Ramio has said he was hesitant to come back for Doctor Strange because yeah. everybody berated him for the last Spider-Man that he did. Sure. I, I, I understand. understandable. He's like, but when he said he could do a horror twist for Doctor Strange, he was too intrigued to not do it. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad though. He's I'm, gl- I'm glad he's coming for Doctor Strange. I think he'll do a good job. But um, anyway, for for me, it was um, after Far From Home. I said Spider Man One from the Raimi with Defoe, and then then will be Amazing Spider Man the first one, then Amazing Spider Man Two, and then uh, Spider Man Three. And the only reason I reversed it, even though you're right about his confidence for Spider Man, Amazing Spider for Garfield's confidence for Amazing Two ahead uh, of One. 
and the fact that they went back to the original costume, which is commendable for the second Amazing Spider-Man film. I do not like the costume they used in the first um, Amazing Spider-Man film because they changed it. In the, when they first did the Garfield film, the costume was markedly different. You know, it's funny. I don't think I've seen either of those two films in a very long time. Okay. I don't even think I bought them. I rented them from Redbox and made copies. Okay. So okay. I don't even know that I can watch either of those copies on my Blu-ray player. Okay. Oh, so. wow. Now, I did have stars, and those movies are available on stars, but I also canceled stars because I'm not watching shit on stars. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not fucking keeping it around for Andrew Garfield. I loved the other thing that I loved in the first one. I don't like the lizard design. I still don't. But I think Connors was played by Reese Myers very well. And I loved um, how they did Captain Stacy with, um, what's his name? Dennis Leary. Yeah, he played it brilliantly, and his death in that movie was perfect. How he's like, you can't do this to Gwen and you know that he's going to fall in love with Gwen and, and go out with her anyway, even by the end of the film. So the, un- the only other reason is for Amazing Spider-Man 2 to be a little bit lower is because while I like, um, they, it's again, the same, a little bit of the same problem that Raimi had with three. They tried to cram too much into one film yeah. that didn't have enough legs to get there. If they had had another setup film in between them, yeah, you probably could have pulled that off, but they didn't. They crammed a lot into it and they should have either gone with Electro which I'm glad they didn't because I hated Jamie Foxx in that movie. Uh, I did like the, uh, the Osborne story with with Harry because I like Dane DeHaan as an actor. He's a really good actor, and I like how much they changed the goblet to make him look like he's half creature, half machine. I thought that was an interesting... I love that the hints at Oscorp being behind the Sinister Six or eventually going to be behind the Sinister Six. I love the nod to Felicia. It's the only nod we've ever gotten to Felicia Hardy. Yeah. And... The reason that's a little lower for me is because the uh, the deleted scenes and the alternate ending that they could have done that is in the Blu-ray was so much of a heart pull for me from the comics that they didn't do it. They could have blown the doors off anything that's ever been done, and they didn't do it. So well, if you know what I'm talking about, I don't. They they bring. I don't have it in in the deleted scenes. They do something they did in the '90s. They bring his father back, and they. You know, it's, it's I, I a brilliant it. scene for the end of the film, and they don't use it. And they could have gone in such a good direction with that, and they, they didn't do it. And nobody's, and that'll probably never come to screen again unless they do it like a, a long form series on Spider Man because it'd be too hard to tell. But um, so when they introduced the Spider, so one thing that I did enjoy with the movie because once once the ball got rolling, oh yeah, we're we're back on No Way Home. <laughs> once the ball got rolling with with uh, the film. I was so into it, I forgot about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield at all. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. the, even, forgot the, the potential of them showing up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So when, you know, Ned is fucking around, it's like, you know, find. Almost, yeah, yeah, I've always thought I was magical or whatever. It's like, find <laughs> Peter Parker for me. Yeah, that was good. And, you know, you, like, you knew as soon as the portal opened, it was like, yeah. okay. It's gonna be somebody else's. Like not that's be that's not. That's not Holland. He's like too, he's too tall. Yeah, it was like the, <laughs> the body isn't the same. That's not working for me. And then you see the costumes like in the crowd. Oh, the, the crowd theater. in the theater went nuts. It was perfect. So what's funny is, and this is just online base. It seems like online everyone loves Andrew Garfield's. Yeah, a lot of Spider-Man. people are pulling for him to come back. But in the theater. Tommy McGuire's Spider-Man got the like oh, the really? fucking okay. theater shook because Garfield shows up first. You know, once they bring it, you know, ultimately McGuire's coming. Yeah, there's no two ways about it. But yeah. the fact that he came out and so he got a bigger cheer. 
Because I think now both got really huge cheers. Yeah, but... I think Garfield got a little bigger cheer because people were just expecting McGuire at that point. Um, yeah, I, I would have liked it if they. Brought... I think I think Andrew Garfield is probably a little more of a heartthrob for for people. I think I would have liked it if they brought Toby through first. Okay. I could I could see it going in. I'm glad Toby came in in street clothes because yeah. it totally makes sense for his version. Mm-hmm. And they ask him, "Well, why aren't you in costume?" Because I'm I'm not because adver- he's the most seasoned vet in yeah. being a Spider Man. He's like, I'm not here to advertise it. Of course, that's kind of defeats the purpose. <laughs> yeah, it, like, yeah it's so great. Th- there's a lot of stuff there too. The fact that they all through both of those came back and they played their characters exactly like they were. Mm-hmm. It, it it gives a credit to their acting ability because they're both good actors. Like both of them have way more acting experience than Holland does. Yeah. Um, Holland's still pretty young, but both of them have done have gone on to win uh, Academy Awards or gotten nominations in there. So their I got into a back and forth, and I've probably mentioned this before on here, and I know that I've mentioned it in life. Period. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine, because I don't know Andrew Garfield from shit, and he's done some cool stuff. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know him. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I like, and that was that was kind of. I don't even know how this friend and I got into this discussion because they're not a Spider-Man fan. <laughs> so, however, the discussion uh-huh. came up. Uh, Andrew Garfield comes up, and I was like, "Look, I think just he came up." Period. And I was like, "Look, I only know this dude for Spider-Man," and I'm gonna be honest, I didn't care for his Spider-Man. And this friend lost their shit. <laughs> they're like, "Oh my god, how do you not know who Andrew Garfield?" Is? It was like, "You're lucky I even called him Andrew Garfield." Because I've been calling him a bunch of different names that were none of those names. Because I didn't know the fucking kid's name. Uh-huh. So, like, sh- f- like fucking relax. Like, I, I don't care. This is like, it's not real life. <laughs> they're yeah, they're yeah. playing make believe. These yeah. people, they're not attached to my life. I don't. He's probably a wonderful guy. I'm sure he is. He's not invited to Thanksgiving though. <laughs> you know. So I don't care. Like, it, get, it weirds me out when people get attached. It's like, like Kate from Lost. I think she's beautiful. Beautiful. Like, if I, if I saw her in real life, Angel, uh, Evangeline Lily, if I saw her in real life, I'd probably shit myself. And I wear a colostomy bag, so that's saying a lot. Um, so you'd be pretty starstruck. But yeah, but I wouldn't be like, I'm not attached. It's like, okay, cool. I mean, I actually, I'm more starstruck by like some of the people I asked to be on on the podcast. And, well, you have more connection to them. Like, and and they say, and they say yes. And I'm like, holy shit, you say yes? <laughs> have they, you... And then I'm like, have you, have you fucking listened to my show? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, like, why would you say it? I, I, I just asked someone recently. Um, and she was really cool. Like, I messaged her. And it's a female. So, I mean, most females, their DMs get fucking Yeah, they get filled. Lit, especially so, if they're fit in shape or whatever. They look good. And then So, she, she messaged me back. was like, sorry, you know, it, it got buried under, you know, all the messages. And it's not just that, but like, I mean, she, she's a pretty important person in, in, you know, her world and her Mm -hmm. line of work. So, um, she was like, you know, here's my number, just text me, which at that point I was like, fuck yes, son. (laughs) Like I'm moving up. But, um, but you know, I, I was more like, oh shit, like. She was like, yeah, I'll be honored to do your show, which that, I was like, don't be honored to do my show. My show. I'm, I'm honored to have you, you on yeah. my little show. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, this this is uh-huh. fucking amazing. Thank you. So now I got to figure out a date uh, probably probably in the next uh, three weeks or so because yeah. I'm about to try to just pile up a bunch of recordings, have January and mm-hmm. February done. That was another uh, little detour we took there. 
we're back. Um, so basically, Andrew Garfield. Good you for that. The biggest crowd reaction. Good, in good for theater. that guy. Okay. No, no, he, he, no. Uh, Tommy Wire got the biggest reaction. Oh, okay, yeah, theater. that's right. I think we got. Now they both got big reactions, uh-huh. but and it could have just been kind of carryover because it, I mean, it was almost kind of back to back. So I think people are still kind of hyped anyway. So I don't think it was necessarily everybody was like, yay, Tobey Maguire, you know, the guy from Cider House Rules. Like, it was like, yeah. you know, like, yay, another Spider-Man. We're just happy to see all these Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, could you imagine if somehow, some way, for whatever reason, a Miles Morales showed up? Dude, real quick, I, I was, I, I'm, I'm almost surprised they didn't have a version of Miles Morales somewhere, even as a cameo in a post credits. Mm-hmm. I kind of expected it. So did I. I was like, especially with um with yep. with Jamie Foxx's line that was brilliantly mm-hmm. played by yeah. Jamie Foxx is an accomplished actor. Yes, but that was brilliantly played that they gave him the line. He's like, oh man, <laughs> you always help poor people. I always I always thought you were black. He's and, like, and, and told me, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. He's like, there's got to be a black Spider Man out there somewhere. And when that line went off. There were cheers in the crowd, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, fuck. Are we going to get Miles in there so or not? So <laughs> that line, and then also just a week before or so, they did the uh, Spider-Verse 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, so I was like. I'm so pumped for that next year. That's going to be badass. Yeah. I, so they showed a trailer for that um, before Sing 2. Okay. And Sophie. Did like, she know, Had she heard anything about that, Sophie? Yeah, I mean. So yeah, you, yeah, she knew she, it was coming. Yeah. She she jumped up. It was like, oh, that Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. Spider-Man's coming back. And then she like, came over and hugged me. was like. Like, super excited. It was like, dude. Oscar Isaac as Miguel O'Hara. See, at the very end, when he shows up at the, the last post credit scene for um, Into the Spider-Verse, I didn't realize that was Oscar Isaac doing the voice. Oh, he did that that one, too. I, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And Because they knew they were going to use him for an eventual sequel. Because Miguel O'Hara is a pretty big version of Spider-Man from the future. Yeah. So, the fact that Oscar Isaac's doing the voice is, like, so awesome. <laughs> so, he's going to do both Moon Knight and live action. And then that for Sony is is mind boggling for me. It's, See, it's great because he's one of the better actors. Sony out and there. Disney can't work together. Yep. Told these motherfuckers. Um, so, what do you, real quick? I know yeah. this is jumping back a little bit. What did you think of um, how Norman caused the chaos to bring down the building that event ended up in May's death? Because I thought that was pretty perfect. Um. Yeah. No, it, it like was, he, he, Norman's basically Parker's equivalent of Joker. You never know what he's going to do. Well, and that's he's completely nuts. That's what I was saying. I like the fact that they played it that way because yeah. he's a ticking time bomb. You don't know when the that's fact, going to go yeah, off. Yeah, the fact, well, you know, as soon as, uh, as soon as you hear Defoe's voice change, it's like, oh shit, here we go. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's really a matter of like, when's this going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like, is when's it going to be, to go is it going to be in an enclosed scenario mm-hmm. like it was there or is it going to so be perfect, out in a situation where they're kind of scattered about and there's uh-huh. there's too much room where he can kind of scurry off oh yeah being enclosed was a far better setup and for they, it because now there's so much room for all this chaos to happen and they showed one of the first of the two like knockdown knuckle drag fights where he's just putting him through the fucking putting peter through the fucking wall and they're in like street clothes so it's, it, it was so reminiscent of the books, like specifically, there's an issue in the early 2000s where Norman and Peter are have to be cordial to one another in their street clothes because nobody knows who they are. And Norman is, and technically Peter's working for Norman at the bugle because Norman's taking the bugle away from Jameson. Yeah. And they're trapped in an elevator that's from a terrorist attack. Everybody else is knocked out, but because they're both superpowered, they're both fully conscious. And they're just slinging insults at each other. 
nearly going at it before people wake up. And they're just trapped in, the epi- in an elevator for an entire episode, an entire issue. It was great. So that was very reminiscent of stuff like that from the 90s and early 2000s. Like that. So when Tom Holland did an interview, and he didn't spoil anything, but mm-hmm. when he said that this is, you know, some of these fight scenes are going to be the most intense that you've seen this version of Spider-Man mm-hmm. go through. He wasn't so- kidding. As soon as he said that, I was like, someone's going to die. Yeah. It wasn't who I thought it was, though. Yeah, I... Yeah, did you predict May's death? Because I didn't see that Mm-mm. coming. I was like, oh, that's great. A great way to do the power and responsibility of line and to have yeah. it, have the emotional punch that he needs yeah. to break him. But it's it, it, it wasn't something I predicted. If anything, I would have thought maybe they would kill Happy. But Yeah, I, yeah, I don't even know if that would have had as that much would, of a... it, it wouldn't have had the impact. It's either to have emotional impact, they would have had to kill one of his friends or, mm-hmm. or May. So May makes the most sense. Yeah, May makes the most sense, and I just couldn't see them doing, you know, killing off MJ or Ned yeah, right MJ now. Yeah, MJ or Ned, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that that fight scene in general, that whole scene, period, mm-hmm. just was so well done from top to bottom. Yep. Literally from top to yeah, bottom. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then when uh, uh, Jameson pulls up with the, the news crew and everything, you yep. got uh, Lizard in the van. Oh, yeah. It, it, like, all of it was just really well done. I, like, Jameson gets the final line, even though you're, you, he's so brilliant because you hate J.K. Simmons, but he's, he delivers the final line for the news, like, oh, look at all this chaos he caused. And it's like, no, dude, you're the reason this fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> it's so great. Um, so with both the Spider-Man coming in, the other two mm-hmm. Spider-Man coming in, um, and now there are talks about at least Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. continuing on. There's rumors. I don't know how legitimate they are. Because, you know, when something like Dude, this happens, so many internet rumors, rumors right now. fly. And Garfield, supposedly Garfield's already said that, yeah, I'd love to come back, sure. Oh. Um, Meanwhile, Toby's like, well, what about me? <laughs> no, so, I, don't, so, and I that, haven't heard Toby say anything, actually. So, online, from so. what I understand from a couple articles, I, I do read sometimes, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Toby McGuire kind of almost didn't want to do it. Because they didn't show him the script. Yeah, he wasn't allowed to see anything. Yeah, neither of them were able to see anything. Mm-hmm. I think, but I think he did. He was reluctant, but he still did it. He was like, "Look, you know, let's do it," because they explained to both of them, "You're very important to the story." Yeah, you're not just way. a cameo. Yeah, yeah, you're you're not it's just. Cool. We're not going to make you look silly. We're not going to fuck your characters over. You're very important to the story. Yep, and that they was both enough. had a significant role. Yes. Um, now between those two. Who do you think is more deserving of a continued story? Or whose story do you want to see more of? Garfield, definitely. Um, specifically, what, and a lot of people have mentioned this online, I think Maguire had a great final end to his version of Spider-Man. Could he show up as a cameo? Sure, I wouldn't mind it, but I don't think it's necessary at all. Um, the, only, the only thing I kind of would have wanted to see is him as an older version of Spider-Man in one of the specific costumes from an older version of Spider-Man in the books. And that's pretty hyper-specific, so I would never expect it. Just the fact that we got both of them together again and with their still carrying on their, their own version was, was great. Um, what I'd like to see specifically in, for Garfield, and there's been chatter about this online already, is the, the dark path he went on that yeah. he mentioned after Gwen's death. is like, okay... That's very sounds very reminiscent of the dark part of Spider Man that was in the '90s for the comics. I'd, I'd love to see some of that too. Like, did he what hit did he go through? How dark did he actually get? What villains did he face during that time? 
because he, he was very generalized illusions because they don't want to this is just filling in story basically so so i agree i i want to see what that story mm-hmm. took now i would be slightly curious in seeing the to- because tom mcguire doesn't really his peter doesn't really say a whole lot about what's going on in his own life yeah. but it sounds like things yeah, are so, fine yeah he thinks he worked things out with mj whatever that is if they're married or not then i'd like i'd be curious to see what's going on yeah. on that side and honestly you know i don't, I don't know what any of these plans are or if it's even feasible or if it makes sense or if anyone cares i'd like to see a story where you go there and they have their daughter yeah have like a mayday park or yeah. something that would be kind of cool um and i only need one movie yeah I, I don't i don't need a trilogy i just need one film yeah. i just want to see you know that that aspect and let that go but on garfield's side i want to see the darker days i want to see what happened there I want to see the fight with Rhino I, that he. I'd like to, to find see a continuation of his world because I'd like to see Felicia. Yeah. It's the only version of Felicia we've seen. Yeah. If she does become a version of the Black Cat or not, that'd be kind of cool. Me. Um, his version of Harry was left in prison with a secret guy that he's been talking to about eventually generating a potential Sinister Six for his world. So that's another thing with the villains mm-hmm. that kind of plucked my nerve a little bit because you get this thing of. Everyone that knows about his identity comes through the portal. Electro, from what I understand, didn't... Well, I mean, he even says it. Mm-hmm. When he takes off the mask. He didn't know that was Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did he get through? And we didn't get Dang the Hans Goblin. That should have been... I mean, obviously, yeah. actors and, mm-hmm. and you know, popularity, but yep. that that's a big hole that really bugged me. Because yeah, it's that's like, true. it should have been one versus the other. Specific... Specifically, Electro didn't know he was Parker, didn't know he was a white guy. Yeah. And didn't know he was just a kid. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense that he would. So so they, I guess you could, that's one of the thinnest parts of the movie for me. I guess you could explain it like he felt this energy presence from, and that's what he went for because he Phil, felt right to him. don't make excuses for them. I'm just saying that's that's the don't, argument don't, they would make. Don't, it's don't it's don't a poor excuse. excuse. I'm not saying it's a good excuse, but that's the argument do that not, they do would Do not defend them. So, don't defend anyway. them. So anyway, they owe me money now. <laughs> Fuck no, them. I'm glad they got two payments out of me. That's fine. I'll, um, I'll buy the movie when it comes. In yeah, movie. like when it comes out. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm watching that shit over and over again. Probably, and I want to watch all the behind the scenes. I'll, shit I'll probably they, pre-order that shit. Like, <laughs> like it was fucking 1995, and I'm fucking pre-ordering Face Off or some shit. Or, I'm sorry, 97. Like, like there's. I love Face Off, dude. It's I, good, so good did classic. I. So did I. They're supposed Probably to be re- a brand new bag. They're remaking it, apparently. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I only want to see the chaos. I don't even care that it's going to be trash. <laughs> I want to see the trash. I want to see that new Nick Cage thing where he's playing himself. I want to see that, too. That looks fucking and, and, and a lot of Nick Cage stuff, I'm just kind of like, I'm over this dude. I get it, but he's not America's sweetheart to me. Like, I still haven't seen Pig. I got to see that eventually. Hey, log into that Shutter account, son. So, um, you saw that. Did you see... Um, uh, the space one. I started. I didn't like it, uh, so I checked out. That's my favorite. Version. I checked out very quickly. He, he's done. Um, years. I mean, I'm sure he was great in it. I just didn't. The movie wasn't doing it for me. I actually no. I think we did finish it, and I think I was probably not really focused on no it. Bad. But um, but yeah, give me face off remake. I want to see all the fuck. Oh, I want to see all the fuckery. That's uh, yeah. It's gonna be heavy. I want I want it to be so bad. 
that is have they good. have they cashed that? I don't know that anything's really being done with. Yeah, the, I, I remember the, there's chatter about it online that it's happening. Right? Yeah, there are talks right around. There's gonna be a film, not a TV series, right? Yeah, okay. a film. So I don't know, but anyhow, there's another <laughs> another uh, side step here. <laughs> side step. So, um, with the final spell, and they're closing everything out. Mm-hmm. I, this was another part that was kind of clunky to me. Okay, and just too too like just wrapped up too nicely and mm-hmm. closed out. There's like That's where I would have expected to see Miles. Maybe. Cuz they they definitely show some silhouettes of characters that are known. There are four that people have noted. One of them doesn't make sense to me. Some people have said they saw Black Hat. That's not I didn't see that at all. Even with the the screenshots they've shown of it is like that. I actually don't even know that I recognize or picked anything. I, I just heard about Craven. Cuz there the other three they definitely show that are pretty easily seen is Craven is pretty Pretty easily seen with the mane of on his costume and the spear. Rhino is pretty easily seen, and Scorpion is pretty easily seen. So Craven is because they already cast Aaron Johnson. He's yeah. going to get his own movie, and I'm sure he'll show up in other stuff. Um, Rhino because they had him in Amazing Spider-Man Two. It makes sense that he would show up, and Scorpion because they had a version of Matt Gargan in the MCU. Yeah. So it makes sense that they'll eventually come up with some version of Scorpion. Scorpion. So. I just felt like, again, that final spell was a little clunky. Just yeah. to wrap up on that, I was mm-hmm. like, that just seems a little too convenient. Like, oh, wait a minute. If you make everybody forget, then that closes the portal? Yes. I just felt like that yeah. was too easy. Yeah, see, there's that's Which one is of the big why we, elements of the, of the movie. But yeah, that's yeah. also why we get the Doctor Strange and yep. the, the Multiverse of Madness, though. But uh, I feel I lo- like that wrap-up was too easy. I love the Goblin coming in and causing chaos again at the end. And as soon as... Dr. Strange easily takes the cube back, and all the Parkers are like, wait, because they automatically know that there's a bomb, that he put a pumpkin bomb in the in the box. It's like, holy shit, that was very well played. Um, like, I think, you know, outside of the, the couple things that I found, you know, just clumsy, mm-hmm. the movie was fucking phenomenal from top to bottom. The end yeah. fight on the, on the shields... Uh, site from Liberty Island was great. I'm glad it happened on Liberty Island because that's a, again a nod to the books, where uh, Parker's one place that he goes to traditionally in the comics. It's been different in every movie for, yeah. but in the comic version, Liberty Island is always where he goes because it's his routine spot where he meets up with Johnny Storm in the books. It has been for years, for like decades in the books that he meets up with Johnny on Liberty Island over and over again for meetings. Um. See, yeah, that would be nice, you know, once they get the Fantastic Four. Let, let, oh, you know, there's just a lot of the comic book A lot of interactions, like... You know, we, we miss out on a lot yeah. of those with these movies. And and a lot of that is built up over time, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. but still... Um, but, like, Peter and Johnny have been friends since the 60s in the books. So yeah. It's... Uh, <laughs> there's a, a meme, I sent it. I didn't post it on the radio. I don't know. Maybe I got it from you. I don't fucking know. But it was basically talking about um, in Multiverse of Madness if, what if, you know, Doctor Strange is opening a portal and then you see Chris Evans walks out, he smirks, he says, flame on. I was like, (laughs) give it all to me. (laughs) Yes. But then by the same token, do you take some of the bad mutant stuff that's been done? There's been good mutant stuff too, but... So if... If I were, where do you draw the line? Basically, if, honestly, we take some of the bad too. Because I mean, yeah. you gotta you gotta embrace where you come, where you've come from. Okay. So honestly, if they were to say, like, because I mean, the the 
dream for me, all the rumor castings that mm. were supposed to happen years ago that never happened for one reason or the other, I'd like to see them do a cameo as those characters, whether it be Tom Cruise as Tony Stark, whether it be John <laughs> Krasinski as Captain America, Emily Blunt as Black Widow. Because um, now for, everybody wants those two together to be correct. Reed and, and Sue. And that's why I want to see them mm-hmm. as those cameos and then actually see them as Reed and Sue and later that'd on. Be, that'd be cool. Um, but, you know, I'd like to see all of that. But then also... Just like a quick... Yeah, just quick, out, you know, yeah. hey, we don't even have to, yeah. they, they don't even have to interact. Have, yeah, you, don't. you could just see the portal and see them in the background doing Avenger shit. Um, or uh, fucking Todd, Todd Hiddleston as Thor. Because oh. he, he auditioned for Thor. That's right, he did. You know, I, I'd love to see that. Um, you know, and go ahead, show show Hugh Jackman. And obviously yeah. give us, Dare, uh, not Daredevil, uh, yeah, give us Affleck. Give us, give us Affleck. So, oh, that brings me back when you were talking about Miles. The one thing that I would have, would have been a real win for me, but it would have been a win for basically a very few, um, very few people is to get a quick in and out clip of Nicholas Hammond. Do you know who that is? If you don't owe me money, no. Okay, so recently I found somebody on YouTube had the the entirety of the original two year, two seasons of the live action 1978 to 1979 mm. Spider Man. He was the original live action Peter yeah. Parker. Yep. And he's an old man now, he's still alive. But to have him just pop in as like an old man Parker for just half a second would have been icing on the cake. I didn't expect it, but I was like, if you're going to have a multiverse, that would be the ultimate nod yeah. to the original version. I think there's a lot that there's so much availability yeah. out there for these things that would I think would be great I think at the end of the day though I think that would have been a great nod but how many people would have actually I would have gotten it but how many other people like older people would have known what that was but there's a lot of stuff they put yeah. in that people don't get anyway yeah that's true so I mean that's that's kind mm-hmm. of the point of an that's Easter true. egg you mm-hmm. put it in there for those who get it they get it for those who don't they can research it later yep, on Wikipedia. they'll figure it out later <laughs> yeah. so I would have loved to have seen that. I mean, that would have been badass because I recently found that on YouTube and I've been going through it a little bit at a time. There's somebody who put it up at the beginning of this year and they put the entire 11 hours of that exist in, in like story order. Cause when I was a kid, I only ever thought there were two made for TV movies of that, that failed after, after, after the popularity of the Bixby for Ignore Hulk series, they tried to do a Spider-Man series, but you're, Special effects just wasn't up to snuff at the, at the end of the 70s. They couldn't do it. It, it looks super cheesy, but it was a great live-action show. It had it was around for two seasons. I think also the thing is with you know those shows from back then, I've been going back and just with Paramount and what the fuck else do I have? Paramount Plus. At Paramount Plus. Oh, Peacock. Just going okay. back and watching old TV shows. Mm-hmm. I've been going back and watching different strokes. Here. <laughs> Shit is so corny. You know, I realize as I think about it, I hate fucking Gary Coleman. I hate uh, it, Arnold. Well, the, that old Spider-Man show is super corny, but it has the best 70s soundtrack ever so, with the wah pedal they use in the guitar for the background so sound. So what I was getting at with that, though, is that it's like back then, what the fuck do, does anyone know? I mean, it's like the series with the special effects is all trash, but I mean, if all you know is trash, then you don't really know that it's trash. Mm-hmm. You just think that's business as usual. I mean, we know it's trash because of what we, you know, what we've been exposed to in later years. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I just think for many years, comic books carried a certain stigma. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, people didn't want to take risk mm-hmm. with comic book properties. Uh, I mean, 
Batman was the Bat- only one yeah. that ended up being successful. And even when they first started that, nobody knew it was going to be as big as it was. Yeah. I mean, the marketing to that yeah. definitely when, carried yeah. it. Yeah, when um, Keaton got cast as Batman, they're like, "What?" Yeah, it's like it was like, "What are you crazy, okay, Mr. This Mom?" Work, yeah. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. He's not gonna be Batman. Who the fuck is Tim Burton? Like, Tim Burton had, had and previously Tim, like, Keaton had been Beetlejuice like the year before. It's like, are you yeah. kidding me? This guy's gonna be Batman. Um, yeah, Ed, that's the only. Well, yeah, I mean, we had Superman. One, yeah. Well, but, yeah, Christopher Reeve. But you know, those are the only two. Properties. But after after the second Superman movie, three yeah. and four are, are kind of derated. And I think as, that's as what kind of became yeah. the big crash is yeah. after those two. It was like, okay, we can't trust superhero properties. But then, you know, again, the question becomes with any superhero property, as I was talking with Coach Mark about this the other day, as we're talking about, um, you know, like the old Hulk yeah, that anyway. was a highly successful TV show. People loved it. Well, no, no, the movies. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just okay. talking about like you know the movies. The Eric Bana one. Yeah. yeah. You know when we look at stuff like that, when we look at um, just the Fox universe, the Sony universe, you know, versus the Marvel Cinematic, and not not even connecting them with Disney yet. We're talking about when you when know Iron Man Phase and, One and, and Norton Hall first dropped in the same year, 2008. Because Phase One was not under Disney's umbrella yet. They mm-hmm. they were purchased. But mm-hmm. those films were still made under Paramount. Yep. Um, Iron Man 3 was the first one made under the Disney banner. And the thing is, those movies were done in a way where it's like, look, we're going to respect the properties of these characters. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to have a coherent story. And we're not going to take extreme liberties. We'll take some, but yeah. You know, you got to take some to kind of update and make it make sense. But, you know, you get shit like the first X-Men movie. People are excited because it's X Men on because you know, it had never screen. been done before. And that's but why. And that movie's not that great. That movie's fucking dog shit. It's so fucking bad, dude. I, I get mad every time I get excited. Oh, see, I, I like I'm like I don't hate it. Hate it. No, I, hate it. Like, I don't hate it as much as X Three, or uh, I'm sorry, Last Stand. X Three gets so much because it, it's so fucking bad. It's to so me, stupid. Apocalypse is worse, but no, it is. I, I like X Three better than I like Apocalypse. I think I, I hate them both evenly. I, I don't. I feel so sorry for us. So I will watch <laughs> Apocalypse, but I don't watch it like with the idea like I'm watching this as a movie that I, I'm entertained. Okay. I watch it more as like just something just to do. Yeah. I won't watch X X Men Three again. It comes down to there's more individual scenes in X Three that I appreciate than there is individual scenes in Apocalypse. <laughs> there's appreciate. nothing I appreciate about either. <laughs> you know what I appreciate? It's kind of like Spider Man Three, the, the Spider Man Three. There's scenes that I can cut out in, in my mind, and they're good scenes. And then the, the movie overall is not good. Um, but basically, when when you look at like these other properties that you know happen away from ugh, right. the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe, <laughs> it's you know you have these uh, executives that think they know better. Well, no, nobody wants to see this in a movie. Nobody well, look wants what to happened see to that. DC. That's all executives' problem, usually. Well, yeah. And, you know, then you have directors that are like, well, I want to do this because I want to show my artistic skill. And it's like, bitch, fucking make the movie. Make the movie that we fucking tell you. <laughs> and it's fucking cash a check that we fucking give you. And fucking move on with your life. And that's what Feige and Marvel have done, Yeah, basically. It's like, I, if you don't want to play ball, you're out. I'm trying to think, when you go back to phase one, um, Favreau directed Iron Man one and two. Mm-hmm. I don't know who did Incredible Hulk. Uh, oh, it's um, John um, Letourneau or uh, Leterrier. Okay, he, he's the French guy. Um, then we had 
Thor. I don't it's know. Kenneth Branagh. And then Joel Johnston did. Joel Johnston did the first Cap. Captain America. Yeah. None of them have come back uh, to direct. Nope. Further. And I don't think that was a personal decision by Disney saying, you know, we don't want you back. It's, it's like just those people are going. Okay. I mean, th- their movies set set the yeah. table. But I do think, you know, decisions were made where they're like, look, you know, we've got a plan and we need people completely on board with this plan. Mm -hmm. Because for the most part, everyone that's uh, done a film after, you know, Disney took over has come back to do more. Not Shane Black, but (laughs) but others have come back to continue to do. Well, I think a a series. uh, Happy. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he said what he wanted to in the first two, well, and he yeah. got his foot in the door at Disney, and now he's doing what he really wanted to do, which is Star Wars, which is well, great. Yeah, and, and again, like I said, I don't think it was a personal thing, like saying we no, don't want uh, you back. Because, no. I mean, if they did it, they obviously wouldn't still lean on him for other yeah, stuff. Do, yeah, and, he, and he's continued the role of Happy, even though he wasn't directing. He's been in multiple yeah. films since then as Happy. I just think that, again, you know, they, they have a formula, and it's to tell a story and keep it as respectful to the characters as possible. Mm-hmm. And not only that, grow. Because, you know, as we now see the TV shows, we get Kate Bishop. We have America Chavez coming up yep. um, and Doctor Strange. We have um, Kamala. Um, Kamala Khan's going to Khan. be getting her own series. Uh, it's, it's like this afternoon, in between watching I Love Lucy episodes, we were uh-huh. watching uh, Disney Plus okay. um, Marvel Rising. And it had like Yeah, Spider-Man yeah, it's, little, it's little intros for a bunch of those. Yeah. Lesser known characters. So it, it was really fun to watch those. They haven't announced when the next thing is coming, whether it's She Hulk or Moon Knight, right? I figure it's got to be one of those coming this year. So Before I know Ms. Marvel got delayed. Yeah. I believe She Hulk was still expected to be August. August, okay. Have they said any time for Moon Knight? Moon Knight, there was no time set, but I think I think Ms. Marvel's supposed soon. to be Ms. Marvel's supposed to be first, and then Moon oh. Knight, and then She Hulk, but okay. Ms. Marvel got moved. So, so I don't. Moon Knight's first, so maybe. Moon Knight should be first. But that's what I'm most excited for. But yeah, same. I, like Gosh, I don't. Is gonna fucking kill that I don't dude. care about. In, like I, I'm gonna see the yeah, others. I'll see. I'll see everything. They put Moon Knight. Moon I'm Knight like, is the one that I'm really dude. That goddamn for. teaser. I was like, uh, dude, that was the best thing that came out of Disney Plus Day. Yeah. Back in, back in November, I was like, holy shit, that's gonna be fantastic. I was like, dude, just give give me now. Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't 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 do this week to week. Give me all of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll binge that in like one night. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a, I don't binge stuff. No, but I don't either. I, I would binge the fuck out of that. First of all, uh, fucking, uh, <laughs> I was about to call him Poe Dameron. <laughs> yeah, he is Poe Dameron. Yeah. Um, Oscar Isaac, yeah. Like, he's fucking great. He's one of the best actors out there, man. I've not seen him in anything. He, even in X-Men Apocalypse, that's not his fault. I was still no, fine. I felt so sorry for him in that movie. I was fine with him as Apocalypse. I just wasn't I wasn't okay with Apocalypse. He should have just done a voice for a digital a digital version of the of the character at that to make it look more legitimate. Anything. He looked like a fucking he looked like a a, a villain straight out of Beetleborgs. Dude, we're supposed to watch White <laughs> Zombie tonight. I might watch X Men Apocalypse tonight. Did, beat, you ever, did you ever see him in X Machina? And then beat my wife after. Oh God, come on, dude. <laughs> Jeez, Dante. It's gonna be a fuck you, Dante episode. All right, that's one hour, 11 minutes in. <laughs> like, on the dot. Go ahead. Go and... back and listen to these. No. Your poor wife. Nah. She's, no. She's been down here when I was recording Kalompton, just off the rails, just saying all types of shit. Have you seen Oscar Isaac in yeah. Ex Machina? Yes. Okay. He's no, really no he, he's, he's great. Yeah. Um, But, 
yeah, the, the everything that they're doing with with these properties, they're it's magic, and and they're being respectful. Versus again, when you look at the X Men properties, when you look at the when old, you look at that last Fantastic Four movie, oh, it was abysmal. If they would have called that anything but Fantastic Four, I would actually yeah, it would okay it would it. be a great indie sci fi movie, but it's yeah. not Fantastic. If Four. If you would have called this motherfuckers in space, I would have like shit. They could have <laughs> they could have called that Lost in Space. Yeah, <laughs> it would be perfect. I would have been I would have been down for. They, they could have had title. Herbie the robot show up. <laughs> They they could have called that movie. We don't know what we're doing, and I would have like you're right, but I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch this, but you call um, it Fantastic Four. <laughs> um, but you know when you look at you know what those other studios did, they just you know you had too many executives trying to step in and say, I know better. I know what people want to see, and then you had directors saying, Well, I want to you know be the lead, and I want to show my artistic ability. It was like, look, no one fucking cares. Just fucking entertain me. And and especially when it comes to comic book stuff, well, not even just comic books, because I mean, th- there have been a couple MMA movies that shit like that have happened. It's like, really? God damn, that's so not like fucking realistic, dude. Okay, like, it's like you get these fucking twats that get out there and make these fucking movies, and they're like, Oh, well, we know what the people want. Do you? Do you? Yeah, I, this movie says you don't know what they want. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's the thing with with Spider Man, John Watts, what he did with this, and now now he's moving over to do Fantastic Four. It's like, dude, I'm excited. I'm excited like, to see what he does. Off of what he's done with these three films, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Like, he could fucking put a plate of shit on on the table and, and film it for an hour and a half, and I'd be like, you know what? It's pretty good. Not bad. <laughs> I give it a solid D at least. Yeah, I, I have I have complete faith that he'll give that property what it needs to do to flesh out into an MCU. Yeah. Oh, and as we're talking about this on our screen in the background, we have the first appearance of Peter Parker. And in Aunt May talking to Mr. Tony Stark's in Captain America Civil War. And it like all of it was Dude, just so good. Uh, just so good. Um Holland is such a perfect version of Peter. Yeah. I mean <laughs> down to the the clothes they have him wear with the nerd shirts, all yeah. the stuff is like, oh, he's such a complete well, far, complete far from home is what really sold me because his awkwardness yeah. as as he he and um uh MJ's awkwardness together. It was like, dude, I, I know awkward better than anyone. And that shit was awkward. I loved yeah. it. Because it, it, cause I felt like that's the shit. That's like, he's a fucking superhero. Yeah. He's got powers. He's been in the space. He, he's fought aliens. Yeah. And he's still fucking clumsy and awkward. Because he's human. He, it's not like, again, you got fucking Andrew Garfield. Oh, oh I fought a fucking lizard. I'm <laughs> so cool now. And McGuire was totally like, wait, stop. Let's go back to the part where you said you've been to space. <laughs> like I actually like that though because it's that, like that, again, was good, that was a good line. You know, you got your three different versions mm-hmm. and they're from three different worlds, and you got two of them with the MJ, yeah. one with the Gwen. Yeah, you know they don't have their Gwens. You know all this stuff. It's just so like it it, it comes together very nicely. Um, like what I want to kind of jump to now is, um. Real yeah. quick, because I know you know the comics at least somewhat. What did you think of when Parker's fighting Doctor Strange? Because I'm on the fence. Like Doctor Strange should clearly be able to overpower him. Yes, and not just because he's not as he's a Sorcerer Supreme and not that anymore. He should clearly outmatch him. Well, but one thing I love is when he's trying to he he takes Parker's soul. He does the the whole ancient one trick where he takes Parker's soul mm-hmm. out of his body, and Parker's 
body is still instinctively moving and keeping the box away from Strange. I like that yes. aspect because it gives a little mysticism to his his abilities, which has always kind of been there ever since the 2000s in the books. Yes. Um, but I, I, I kind of find fault with him him winning outright that quickly. It doesn't make sense to me. So I thought about that earlier today. I like the fact that he uses science and math to do it in the, in the mirror universe. Yes. But completely already we already know Strange is ultimately God in the mirror universe if he's God anywhere. Yeah. And Parker still manages to trick him, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No. Other than the, the math aspect. Like the math aspect, I like because but. yeah, he's a genius. That I did like that, but yeah, I don't think that he should have been able to. That, that felt like it was very rushed, and it, it was to move the story along. And I get yes. that, but that to me should have been a film in and of itself. Well, it was rushed, but it's also conveniently placed. Yes, so, very much. So it, that's a little fault I have with the movie. It's you were still going, sorry. Um, it, it's I don't know. I, I didn't have a big big problem with it just because I knew it was like, look, this is just to move the story along, yeah. but. I did, you know, that I wasn't. I just wanted to touch on that for a second because Doctor Strange is like a godlike ability. Yeah. Already. Like I thought about it earlier today. I was like, yeah, that shouldn't have happened the way that it happened. Mm -hmm. But again, the only thing I really loved was the the movement outside the body. That's Parker's super instinctual, so we can still avoid Strange. Dude, I look at my basement sometimes. Sorry, ADD kicked in, <laughs> and I'm like, yo. I just got collections of shit just around this base. Well, Christmas, that, you have Christmas no, well, no. Even if the Christmas stuff was put oh, away, you mean all the legends and stuff. Well, no, no, that's just awesome. Like, <laughs> I got a band of fucking air mattresses over there. I don't even like have company over. I hate people. I don't want nobody staying in my motherfucking house. Like, someone I come on door. Hey man, not... my house burned down. Can we crash at your place? Nah, man, I ain't got nothing. No, yeah, I ain't got no room. But you got four air mattresses in your basement, dog. What you talking about? You got to pull out bed upstairs. Uh -huh. Can't can't we stay? Like you could, but. You can't. Sorry. You know, gotta go. I wouldn't be that heartless, but I'd be pretty close. Um, and I got a dartboard that Sarah reminded me, like, well, if you miss, you're gonna put in holes in the wall. Yeah, pretty much. She's like, well, she said my wall. I was like, first off, take your dumb ass upstairs. Um, and I got uh, mats down here for jujitsu. Uh, I gotta do better about that. And I got a computer just laying on the floor. The TV. A monitor. That's a problem. Eh, not really. Well, if you have any water damage, it's a problem. Eh, it'll be all right. Uh, I got some, like, pub chairs just chilling. Well, you had your screen up originally to do your show, and then you decided yeah. not to do it that way. But I had those pub chairs before that. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I was going to actually build a bar right here where we're sitting. Oh, really? And then I, I was like, man, fuck out of here. I'm not doing that. So, but it now is crossed my, my mind again, either to get a table. So, I'm going to get a new couch here. I'm going okay. to get a table behind there, mm -hmm. and I'm going to start recording just right there. Gotcha. Because um, when we like do Columbia. table or a long table? No, like, like that table behind Joe's um, couch. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I'm going to look into something like that because when we're doing Columbia, we're usually, we got the game on. Mm -hmm. Well, the season's about to be over anyway. But usually we got something on TV, basketball, football, something, fights, anything. And, you know, just be able to sit there and kind of narrate off of that um and then also i just need to tidy up this fucking basement again we just went off topic i know you notice but i just want to remind y'all that i went off topic um so it's all right it's your show what's that it's all right it's your show yeah, i do what the fuck i want i mean clearly people keep listening to this shit for some reason i don't know why like shit sometimes i do an episode I'm like fuck and then i see like oh my god that many downloads why i'm curious how i was making jokes later on you'll have to tell me how this episode does since 
I know Spider-Man's a hot topic right now because the movie just released. So I'm curious too, because these, like when we do the nerd episodes, yeah, they do those, fine, they do okay? Okay. but they, they, they're not the higher number yeah, ones. Yeah. I, I don't know if you saw my top nine, you weren't in them. Yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs> expect to be, dude. People don't come do. to your show to listen to me talk about I was, nerd shit. I was barely in the top nine. And it's my fucking show. I was like looking at the top and I was like, damn, these are shows that was all heavily dominated by the, the guests talking. Damn, fuck y'all. Y'all some bitches. But, uh, but no, like these do pretty well. And like they're doing better now because I think people got the flow of it now. They mm-hmm. understand what's coming. Like, okay, cool. We know. Like, we as know a to watch the guest, episodes before yeah. we come to the show and yes. whatnot. Yeah. So, and yeah, I put the warning up too. Like, I put it in the show notes, like, hey, this is what's coming. People are like, okay, I don't give a fuck. We don't listen anyway. I'm like, man, fuck y'all. Um, you got some downloads. Don't lie. I mean, I got six. <laughs> you know, eight people listen. But now, um, I forgot what I was saying. That's okay. I cut you off to talk about the Doctor Strange battle because I know uh, the reason I, I made a point to bring that up because I've heard complaints about it. So, eh, people like to complain though. Yep, they, they do. can go fuck themselves. Uh, but so you were going in a direction already. Yeah, not really. <laughs> like I, I, we were going. I always seem like basically. I'm going in a direction, but I'm not. Uh, so I, I wanted to get to the mid credit. Okay. That. So I did just watch Venom too. Uh, let there be carnage. So the mid credits from No Way Home was a direct continuation of Correct. that. Correct. So, um, so I, I watched Venom. So, so what did you think? I didn't think much of it. But you've seen the first one, right? At some point, yeah. Did you think this was better or worse than the first one? I'm going to be honest. The first one is very forgettable for me, but this is more forgettable for me. Really? Okay. Um, like action wise, there was a, like it was just basically mm-hmm. all action chaos. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. If I'm tuning in for just that, mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, I like the first Venom a little more. Okay. Just Why? a little more. I just felt like there's a little bit more story for me to grasp okay. onto. Not that I like the story, but at least I felt like, okay, um, I, I don't like this version of Venom. Mm-hmm. I, I like Tom Hardy. Yeah, I think Tom Hardy does a good job with the role. Yeah. I like the second film a little bit better. I think the direction was a little bit better. Like, I don't, like, I just... I think a big part of my dislike for it is kind of a continuation of the dislike for just how they're handling it, period. Yeah, Sony kind of doing their own thing and not having it tied to Parker. Yeah, so, and and that's the thing. It's just like, look, I get it. People are going to go see these movies. People are going to pay because people are stupid. You know who you are. And I paid to see it. Yeah, no, <laughs> you don't count your fan. No, there are people who aren't fans that are just yeah. fucking mentally ridiculous I, I got in trouble for you know saying Did the you? other oh, word. okay well that's why we came up with the new term on nerve rage mentally ridiculous i titled a Colompton episode that oh, says you oh. never go full oh yeah and then it yeah. goes r e dot 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 mentally yeah. ridiculous okay um <laughs> fuck them <laughs> so uh i just i didn't like it at all I, and then at the end, when you know the final battle concludes, and then full spoilers here, because that's what we've been doing this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cletus is talking, and the Venom goes, "Fuck this guy!" and bites his head off. It's like, oh, okay. That was an easy out, basically. <laughs> it was like it was really fucking dumb. Yeah. I just sat here this entire movie for that. Yeah. Can I get to the fucking mid credit? <laughs> just fast. I did it. like the um, allusion to an eventual toxin. That was cool. So when the carnage is offspring goes to the cop that's been in the store the entire time that's cool 
God damn. This good, is a right? good, fucking good, good fucking cookie. Holy shit. That's, I took a small a, bite and that was a fucking punch. So these are the, uh, I'd never seen them before. Apple fritter iced donut cookies. So I was just talking about apple fritters on, um, uh, the other day after class, fucking Coach good. Mark and I were talking about them. He was like, we're leaving. I was about to go hit Dunkin' Donuts to get apple fritter. All right. It's goddamn good, dude. I'm sorry, Coach Mark. There's no way that these are still going to be around when you come here next. No. <laughs> and I'm not going to class on Wednesday because i got to work. So I imagine Coach Mark will listen to this episode eventually. Uh, we will. Yeah. He's a fan. Yeah. Not of not me. No, but he's, I know he's, he's a, a Maryland Phil he, fan. He's a, he's a, yeah, I got to talk to that dude again. He's a, he's a cool guy. I like well, to talk to I'm trying to get him here. Yeah. Uh, I know. I'll see him eventually. schedules. Whenever you do another fight night, if you know he's coming, try and hit me up and I'll, I'll see if I can make it. I think January 22nd is the next... Uh, the heavyweight title fight, but no, I, can't make that one. I don't know that I'm even going to get it. Okay, I, then, I have family in town that weekend. February 12th is the next one after that. It's okay. my mom's birthday, so I'm going to make sure to be busy. <laughs> Dante's hatred for his mother knows no bounds. I can't wait till she calls. Like <laughs> she always calls, like, "Hey, little God. boy." I was like, "Oh boy, son, like don't don't call me." <laughs> like you, like you always want to call. You need something. Mm-hmm. Because you never want to call when you say, like, I'm sorry for being a trash mom. Sorry for losing custody. That went dark. Anyhow, so. you, Dante. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if this is at that level. I I think we've been good so far for the most part. Well, you already marked the point where you have to go out and cook yourself. I think it was like 111. I don't know. We'll see. One hour, 11 minutes. I don't even remember what I said. But, like, I think I I I know what I said. That's what probably. I'm not. Go- I'm not going back to listen to this. When I do in-person recordings, I don't go back because most of the time I just stop and edit while we're recording. If I don't edit while we're recording, it's right. probably going out. And All right. Guess well, what? This is going out. People are gonna be like, "Oh my god!" So you you can see the apple fritter cookies are pretty legit. No, they're good. Right. I don't like to eat while recording, but it was like I'm looking. I'm like, well, you were looking at them the entire the time. So I did open them and eat one right before we started, so it's not really fair to you. Um, but you. but basically, jump to the mid credit. And Eddie Brock and Venom, or they're in the bar. Mm-hmm. I don't care about them. They bounce, scram, go do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, go go hang out with Morbius and whichever version of Spider Man you're gonna have over there. Yeah. So but they do leave a piece they, of the suit. Yes. Whether it's a spawn or a duplicate suit, it doesn't, it, it matter. doesn't matter. They leave it on the bar. But now. So that's potential. So the question is, are they going to do proper respect and give Parker Peter, a suit? Yes. Give Peter the symbiote and have that venom come off of him eventually. And then, how do they handle this set of movies? Do they do it all? Do they rush in one movie okay. again, or do they now span this out? Well, because okay, so what's been talked about? Uh, first of all, because we skipped it, the end of the movie, the end of the main movie was brilliantly done. I think. Um, and I'll get you back to the venom thing in a minute when you. When he walks in, because he had everybody forget who he was, that was a, that was the quick solution to fix everything. And obviously, it's sloppy. Not, it's not a perfect fix because it's going to carry over to Doctor Strange. But for Parker's immediate future, that was a fix. He goes and he has a whole preparation to to re, to force MJ to remember who he is. Walks into the coffee donut shop, sees that MJ and Ned have their life perfectly cut off for them. They're going to MIT now. They don't know he exists or who he is. He has the awkward, the perfectly awkward conversation with MJ, and he realizes that this forcing himself on her, at least not forcing himself on her, but trying to force jog her memory in some capacity is the wrong thing to do. 
and he stops himself from doing it. That's a perfect nod to like all the times in the books he stopped himself from doing stuff that would be totally self-serving. And for me, like, uh, I don't know if you've gone back to listen to the nerd rage thing, but Bobby was super adamant that MJ is going to continue at his girlfriend in, in, uh, in a future film. And that's probably true, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. This gives a, a perfect opportunity for them to bring in a different set of people for Parker to get close to now. I'm not saying that the others will go away because they're popular. Well, that, that's but the thing. Have is them be... Popularity will carry, and I can't see them getting rid of either of them. Yeah, but I could see them bring in other characters that will slowly take their place now that they don't really know who Parker is anymore. Hmm. Because they could bring in other characters that are closer to what the books are since they left this movie at a pretty much perfect point for being a carbon copy of what a lot of the classic comics are. Where Parker's on his own, he no longer has Stark tech, he's completely making his own shit. He's got a crappy apartment in the middle of New York, and they do the, the huge splash page of him in a handmade suit swinging across Rockefeller Center, which is a great nod to like some of the classic books. Dante's <laughs> chewing. I'm chewing. <laughs> so anyway, Sue, so for me, that seems like that's a, a... I don't think they'll get rid of uh, MJ or Ned, but that seems like the bigger... A perfect opportunity for him to broaden his cast list of side characters where he could bring in maybe Harry Osborne or even though uh, Norman made the point of they made the point of the dialogue point that Oscorp doesn't exist here and that I don't know how true that would be it well they've could, there's been always hints and rumors mm-hmm. at Oscorp coming through but none that I've heard from any executives yeah, or no official so, so is hmm. Oscorp really not existing here or is what Stark Industries could become or well, also the question is did he really have an opportunity to really look into yeah, yeah exactly he said he couldn't find it but his, this world the MCU universe was so different from the Raimi universe that who knows if he could find it in that short amount of time anyway yeah I mean, he was basically a homeless person I was going to say he's homeless, he's homeless. homeless. So how much resources yeah. are you going to have you got a fucking library card so fuck down bitch so for me that was a pretty perfect ending for the, the main of the movie and then if you have any comment on that, I'll jump. Nope. Okay. So, um, to the Venom thing, they've only really slated there's, there's going to be one more thing with Holland, with Holland, whether it's a Sony product or a MCU product hasn't been stated as far as I know, as far as I've heard. Because originally he said he was he was going to be done, and they, they, they said he's come back and kind of recanted, okay, they have me on the books for one other thing. But it might not be for a while because I want to kind of slow down and have a family in real life, <laughs> which I don't. I don't really blame him. He's done a whole bunch of appearances as his character. Yeah, you can give it some breathing room and he come back. And well, they left the character at a really good place. It's not like a complete cliffhanger. I mean, if they honestly left and never came back to Spider-Man yeah, again, I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd be. Of okay course, with I'll that. always want more, but I don't. Uh, there was. An interview with him where he said, "Look, if I'm still doing Spider-Man in ten years, then I've done something. Or yeah, in ten years, then I've done something wrong, really wrong, no, or, or I fucked up, something to that effect." But then there's another. Th- this was uh, I want to say back early fall. Okay. Then there's recent, of course. Obviously, all these rumors are flying around. A rumor saying that he just signed another long-term deal. Okay. So I don't so know. I've only heard about the one concrete fourth appearance by him. So I heard about that. And then, you know, obviously, like I said, rumors go flying about. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, the, the big thing being now is you got the symbiote existing in this world. Yeah. And you had mentioned, are they going to give it its full gamut where he gets the suit for a movie and then Venom comes up in another movie inside the MCU? Or are they going to rush it like Raimi did with Spider-Man I think the 3? only proper way to do this is, is to give him a full movie yeah. as having a black suit. Somehow getting rid of it. Now we know Fantastic Four is next. What would have been beautiful is if he's got this suit. And I mean, and this could still happen because Fantastic yeah. Four is next for John Watts. And, eventually, and they, don't have, they, they don't have a predicted date for that, right? They just said yeah. it's coming, basically. We know it's coming. It's just we don't know when. Um, now, you know, we get our Fantastic Four in here. Now let's say we mm-hmm. now revisit. We get back to Spider-Man. He's got the suit. He goes to read. Yeah, and, and say, help help me get rid of this and, thing. Or analyze it for me, tell me what it is. Correct. And Reed tells him, hey, this is the alien, you got to get rid of it. Because yep. that's the classic story. Yep, and that that's, look, that's yeah. all I ask. Is just <laughs> give me what give me what I grew up with. And it doesn't have to be picture perfect, uh-huh. but at least give it some respect. Like, give it some courtesy. Don't, don't you know, bullshit things. Well, the one scene, even though it's rushed in the Raimi film, Spider-Man 3, I love that, that Venom origin scene. Where they, they're in the bell tower, Parker gets rid of the suit that's straight out of the books, and yeah, then immediately really it goes to Brock, which is rushed, I know. But the Parker getting rid of it in the bell, and then it it bonding to Eddie for the first time is pretty picture perfect. Yeah, that's one of the best, probably one of the few good scenes in Spider Man Three. It's funny because it's like when I think about Spider Man Three, as much as I hate it, there are quite a few things I do yeah. enjoy about it. I love that, and I love the Harry. Yeah. I love the two fight scenes with Harry because I think they really have good punch. And I love Harry's death at the end. I think that was very well done. Um, but I would love it if they come back. They do a full movie with him in the black suit. Mm-hmm. They do a movie with him. Because even in the cartoon, the classic nine or the nineties Fox cartoon, they it was a three episode thing that they. It was only, they, I, th- I thought it was like five. Well, I think they had like a, a lead in to the first one where he gets it at the very end, and then he has it for like a full episode. And then he finally gets rid of it at the beginning of the third, and it bonds to Brock at the end of it. Okay, so, he has to face off against Brock. Um, but if even if they do, okay, so one, he has the suit. Mm-hmm. He does this whole movie with the suit. The second one, only half. He's got the suit, but he knows he has to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Gets rid of that suit, and you know. And the thing is, to somewhere in there with the black suit, I want Craven Hunter in there because <laughs> I want Craven's last hunt. That that's. that's- yeah. So that's like a perfect scenario. So characters that I've wanted for the longest time were Mysterio and Craven. Okay, Th- those are the two that I, I need have a hard. To see. I I totally agree that would be cool to see on screen. I have a hard time believing they're going to have Aaron Johnson in for a movie and then have him commit suicide by the end of the, the one film he's got. Maybe they wouldn't necessarily have to have him commit suicide as much as something happens where he captured Parker and buries him. Correct. Okay. Um, but something because I want that black suit to have. You know, you some, have to have some that. Some emotional punch. And it's yeah. got to look dark and, yeah. Um, and then you get to your third one. Well, I'm sorry, the, the, sec, the half of the second mm-hmm. movie, it goes, it's out of there. Whether it bonds with, with Brock or whoever the fuck you want to bond it to in this world, I don't care. But I want the horror aspect where now MJ is fucking being tormented. Yeah, or whoever, they could have it be whoever he's dating. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter, but yeah. they, they're being tormented because... That uh, Amazing Spider-Man 298, 299, and 300. Yeah. That was a good lead into introduction of the character from back in the 80s. It, that, that would be, in a perfect world, that's what I want 
in the next trilogy. Mm-hmm. Is that from beginning to end? How are you ended? I'd say I don't care, but I would care. But just get me at least in that yeah. black suit, get a battle halfway through me where you realize I got to get rid of this motherfucker, and then mm-hmm. we get Brock in it. Or maybe not Brock, whoever they deem you know, your venom over here. Yeah, I have a hard time believing it wouldn't be some variation of Brock, even if it's not Tom Holland or yeah. not Tom Hardy. Yeah. So, um, th- you know, those are my thoughts on the mid-credit with the symbiote. I'm you, excited. Did you see the the extended version they did from from um, the extended ending they did on the island from Venom, from De- Venom 2, where he's, sitting, where he's sitting on the beach with the, the suit talking to him? Yeah. What would you think of that? Because that's very reminiscent of the books to me. Um, So, I, like, again... I don't like this version of Venom. Okay. I just, just, it could be the voice. It could be the, the silly way that it's talking. Oh, about I, I, I like the fact that he talks back and forth to himself. Well, no, no, I, I don't mind that. I think it's the, it just, there's something about it that irks me. Okay. And it, and honestly, what it could be is just that they're dipshit people that like, that aren't fans of the, the that they're not in the know. Like, man, I love Venom because, you know, Venom kills. Venom destroys stuff. Yeah, Punisher, Deadpool, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, okay. fuck them. <laughs> so that that might be, because I mean, honestly, if it weren't for like people, I'd probably be like, Venom is a pretty fucking decent movie. It's okay. I would buy it. And I buy most everything. I bought fucking Dark Phoenix. I have a copy upstairs <laughs> in my bedroom. It's fucking pathetic, but I own it. Mm. But I won't buy Venom. Not even like if it hits the five. I haven't bought it either. If it hits five dollars on movies anywhere, I'm down. But it's and still, the movie version of Venom is the one Marvel legend I've avoided. <laughs> I, I almost, love that. I love that character. I saw it in the store, like the classic, version. and I almost bought it because I knew it was highly sought after. Yeah, just to have it, just so I could say to people, "Fuck you, I got it, bitch," and I don't even like it. <laughs> but I just don't like that version. I just I was like, yeah, I I, I have no interest in it. <sighs> Fuck off. I really would like to see the white spider on the chest look. That is the classic look for yeah. the black suit. I mean, and that's what I hope when they do bring the symbiote mm. story to life. I want to see the spider on the suit. I, I just want a true to form venom. Mm-hmm. I want that shit to be fucking gnarly. I, I want it to just be great. Um, sorry, checking, make sure we're still yeah, recording, we're still checking the time. Uh-huh. All right. Um, mid credit now, post credit, Dr. Strange, let's just jump yeah. to that a little bit. Yeah. What'd you think of the, the, the fact that, what'd you think of the fact they did a full trailer as the post credit? I was fine with that. Okay. I, I didn't mind it either. I know some people have not liked that. They so. can fuck themselves. <laughs> they fuck their feelings. Um, it was fine. I mean, I thought that they were going to do it before, you know, like in the regular trailers. Okay. Yeah. That would have been fine too. But I'm glad they did at the end because I think doing it at the end versus doing it at the beginning, mm-hmm. you go into that movie with that trailer. Now people are hyped for that. Yeah. And then you see this movie. I, I think it was smart to do it this way because yeah. you get this movie, you get the ramifications at the end, and then yep. you get the trailer piggybacking off of what just happened. Yep. And perfect. it's perfect lead in for next year or so, for now this year for 2022. So, what'd you think oh, yeah. of. Um, I was like, no, no, yeah, we're not there New yet. Day, man. I already mentioned it was New Year's Day. Sorry. No, today's the third. Um, and uh, when people are going to listen to this, so what do you, you think all of what right appears to be the story with Wanda? Um, so to me, it seems like she still doesn't have repercussions from what she did. No, and honestly, the way these things move, they're, they're just moving along. Uh-huh. I don't think we're going to get repercussions. That's um, disappointing for me, man. I mean, it, like that's the thing, though. These things have to move. They have to move. We don't have time to sit around and say, "Well, we got to punish this girl." No, 
They they got to move. They got shit to do. She's off. Well, the they got to take. They're taking time out to make a fucking Agatha show that is going to be worthless as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that still has nothing to do with consequences. I mean, I, I don't think they should do Agatha show personally. I'm just like, mm. but it, it's again. Like, if they ended up putting Agatha in this Doctor Strange shit, I'd be a little disappointed because it's like, no, no, not not needed. And don't get me wrong, I didn't dislike um, uh, Catherine Hunt. No, she was great, as, but as I just Agatha. don't think she merits her own her own yeah. series. I don't, yeah. I what's the time? I, I don't think right now there should be a series for her. I also don't think that we should be giving any attention to this character outside of that WandaVision yeah. world. If they did a second season of WandaVision, yeah. Then yeah, we can explore that a little more, but honestly, I couldn't care less about that character right now. I'm sure there'll be a time and place, but as far as Wanda and the story moving forward, I've only watched the trailer once, so I don't know. Like I was just, I was still shook after watching the movie. Yeah, after watching Spider Man, yeah. So I'm sitting there looking, and I'm like, oh my god. Because basically, when she, like, well, like, what's going on here? That's he, Wanda. That's yeah. America Chavez. That's oh my yeah. god. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Yeah, because when he, just dialogue-wise, when he, he mentions, I'm not here about Westview, it seems like a complete brush off of what, what she did. Because she admit, she openly admits, she said, I know I screwed up and took control of all these people. And he's like, that's not what I'm here about. She said, I hurt a lot of people. Yeah. Like, Phil, you got to give the exact quotes. <laughs> Sorry. <No. laughs> um, I'm not well, good at exact quotes. But, but yeah, I mean, I think, again, though, again, they're in a rush in a situation. So he's like, look, yeah. I'm not here about that. I got some other shit that's more important. Like... What do you know about the fucking multiverse? What'd you think of uh, Shumagorath? Well, who am I? Shumagorath. Yeah, okay. They so visually show the character, the, the octopus eyeball. Okay, I was like, you're saying school words. <laughs> um, I didn't think anything of it. Okay. I just thought like, oh shit. <laughs> like That's the first full review of, of a potential major villain for the for yeah. what this I mean, is. I saw it. I was just like, oh shit. Like, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> so the, the Marvel Legend wave, there's an article clickbaity. They, mm-hmm. they got my wife because <laughs> she <laughs> she sent the article to me and said, "Oh no, the this toy just revealed may have potentially revealed the Doctor Strange villain." Yeah, it was like no, that 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 reveal has been out since fucking October. That's get out of here, yeah. get the fuck out of here. Um, but I think because of what you know, having just watched Spider Man and then get the trailer for that, I wasn't excited. Yeah, because you were just on input overload at that point. Yeah, oh, my my emotions were still really really high. Mm-hmm. I'm still wiping tears from my eyes and shit. My mm-hmm. body's still shaking. I didn't know how to feel about the world. I didn't know if, like reality was what it was. I got outside. <laughs> I called my wife. She was like, "Can you just tell me about it when you get home?" I was like, "Look, Hooker, I just went through a traumatic situation right now." We've oh, yeah, got you to didn't talk. mention the, your emotional experience with the guy next to you. I right, fucked that dude. Like you talked about it being at the top of the show, but yeah, I mean. I tried not to cry at first. I was like, man, this dude probably ain't a fan. He probably going to say something. We're going to have to fight. But did you hear him sniffling or yeah, something? Yeah, he was, right? he was yeah. sniffling. So punk, you're like, all right. Punk all right. ass bitch. <laughs> bitch ass out crying at comic book movies. Who the fuck is You like, know you were doing the exact same thing. Audio, I was crying like a fucking baby son. <laughs> Yo, well, like, when Aunt May died, I teared up a little. I didn't cry, but I teared up. I was like, damn, damn. dude, like so that. I was sitting next to, to Bobby when we all saw it the first time. And um, on the other side of me was some, like a couple. Younger than us, and and Bobby mentioned they probably thought you were crazy with your various reactions to the film. I said, "Yeah, you're probably right," but they they were like uh, very interested in my Sinister Six hat. By the time the, the lights came up and the movie was fully done, huh. and, and the hat said, that you're wearing right now, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, of course. 
I'm talking about Spider-Man. I gotta wear my gear, man. In case you guys didn't know. Fair I'll take a picture of it, and that'll be the cover. <laughs> so I have, I have a, a hat, because I'm known for my hats. It's uh, all the original members of the Sinister Six all along the uh, the cap. And the the girl next to me noticed it, and she and her boyfriend, or I guess it was her boyfriend or whatever. But she unlocked arms with her boyfriend and locked arms with it. was like, hey. <laughs> was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> so what the hat do? <laughs> She's like, oh, is that, is that all the Sinister Six? I said, yeah, it's all the characters. And I took it off. I let them check it out. They're like, they thought it was pretty. Now, they could have been, Bobby mentioned later, they probably were just playing nice to you because uh, they thought you were a psychopath and they didn't want to get stabbed. I mean, <laughs> so that's entirely possible. Whatever works. My reactions throughout the movie were pretty, uh, were pretty excited. Whatever so. works. <laughs> Trust me, I get that reaction to at work sometimes. They're like, people are really nice to me because they're like, just just do it. He he will shoot this office up. <laughs> just, <laughs> just fucking let him have the sandwich. He's like, so, yeah. I, I got some love in my hat, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, like, after, um, you know, after that, you know, seeing that trailer, I was excited about the trailer. Mm-hmm. But it was just too much for me. Yeah, but it was perfectly it was perfectly placed because I think if you would have put that trailer before the movie, yeah, that would have been a mistake. I think it would have yeah. been it would have taken too much away from the movie itself. I, I think it would have taken away from the movie, but also it's just the way that the movie ended. It's it's it. We look at it as like okay, this was a great way to end the Spider Man movie, the franchise. You mm-hmm. could you could be done with Spider Man from here, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But there's some ramifications for Doctor Strange. Yeah, so. You can't show that trailer before the movie and then have this happen at the end. Yeah. It has to happen that way. Um, I just, I mean, I'm glad I felt the way I felt after the movie, but I wish that I felt a little less so I could have really embraced that Doctor Strange trailer. Because okay. I even watched it when it popped up on um, YouTube last week. Okay. And I was still not thrown, like blown away by it, but it's not because it did anything mm-hmm. wrong. It just, like, as I'm watching it, it kind of took me back to those emotions of Spider Man. I was like, damn, dude, am I going to be fucking. <laughs> like shook when I go to see Doctor Strange, like sitting there like fucking twitching, <laughs> like. So prior we've already discussed like the uh, the what if show, and out of all the Disney Plus Marvel stuff, that's probably the one I like the least, and not because it's animated format, but we already discussed it. You check out the old episode. Where what episode was that? One of the nerd, the last Nerdcast episode we did was covering what if. Yeah, it was. I, I kind of tore that show apart. I there's little bits of it all. I like, feel but, like I was like I'm gonna be. Completely honest, I think I had a bit of wine because I do not remember that episode. <laughs> yeah, you might have been drinking a little bit, but mm. anyway. I mean, but I anyway, what do you think of mugs here in the other major thing they teased in the <laughs> Doctor Strange trailer? They they showed what appeared to be the Dark Doctor Strange, um, from the that multiverse coming in through that further legitimizes what if being tied to the core MCU. So, two things. Because that brings up a point we talked about in What If. Thing number one. I don't like that anyone can just make websites and write the news. Mm-hmm. I would much rather hear time. stuff from the actual executives and, yeah. and people Or the people behind the scenes involved. making stuff, yep. Because, you know, there are people saying, like, certain things about the film right now. And it's like, yeah. I feel like that wouldn't be... A source close now i've posted from what's what's the one site that we've got this covered i think it is that's the one i i strictly avoid so the, they tend to be the worst the funny thing about that though and i always hear that and i post but i don't really look mm-hmm. but there have been things that i post from them 
that have been correct. And I, I remember hearing so many people say, no, they, they're all clickbait. I don't know because I don't click. Mm-hmm. But I have posted, like, you know, you'll see the article title. And it'll say this. And it is, in fact, this. Um, I actually haven't seen them around in a while. I think, you know, the way the algorithm works, you don't go to something for a while. Yep. And it just goes I, away. They've kind of dropped off my feed as well. I, I haven't I seen anything posted by them in a very long time. It could just be that like people got sick of them, and they just went away. COVID, maybe I don't know something, <laughs> but, um, but the whole thing with now connecting that to what if I, I don't I'm not mad at it at all. I just worry because I don't want to get too heavy handed over there mm-hmm. with that what if world. And I mean they already kind of have because we're doing the multiverse, mm-hmm. so it's already heavy handed in that pocket already. It's just now you have to be, you have to tread lightly because yes, you bring that Dr. Strange and that's fine because that does make sense if you bring that Dr. Strange out. But what else comes with that? That's the other thing I wanted to catch on because they show secrets. They, they hint at a possible wedding with Christine so again, in the trailer and we already know from, at least from the What If show, that canonized Christine's death as being an infallible point in multiverse capacity. Which did not, her death did not happen in the core MCU. Correct. So what does that mean? So I'm okay with them toying with that and really twisting that Mm -hmm. around. I'm okay with that. I think it will add more character death right now to Dr. Stephen Strange right now. And that's a very complex character as it is. Yeah, already. So you don't really need to add more, but it does kind of put the heart to this character. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. What I'm not okay with is if we, again, get to what they did in the actual What If show, you know, the, the Guardians of the Multiverse bullshit. Yeah, 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 I, don't, um, I, don't I don't think they're going to do that. No, I don't think they will either. Um, that's why they kept that to animation. But I do like that they're going to touch on it a little bit. And I feel like this movie is going to be partly that episode of What If, which I'm okay with it enough. Mm-hmm. Because obviously there's going to be a lot more going on. Introduction of new characters. Things like that. I'm just wondering where does this lead. Because after this movie. We have. The Quantum movie with Ant-Man. No, no, no. For this. for uh, That's not until 2023. What's the next thing after this? So you got. I just actually had the goddamn picture up too. So you got Doctor Strange. Um, da, 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 da. I know Wakanda is in November. Oh, okay, so that's already been Thor. Set. Thor is. Oh, oh, Love and Thunder is coming next. Okay. And then there's one other in there as well. Is it the Marvels? Marvels. Marvels that yes. that Kamala Khan show will lead into. Correct. Correct. Okay. So those are going to be the next four movies for this year. Um, and those are all supposedly coming this year. Correct. Huh. Wakanda got pushed back and pushed back, and yeah, finally it landed in November. That's you know, and it could still get pushed back again. Yeah. But as of right now, that's a November film. Um, and then the Ant Man, uh, Ant Man and Wasp three, which is the quantum, the uh, quantum, quantum mania, yeah. is I believe next spring okay. of twenty twenty three. I okay. believe. I I don't know if I've seen an actual official date, but I know that they said that's twenty twenty three for sure. Mm-hmm. But that was also under the ideal that. There were supposed to be other movies kind of wedged in there too. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But I would imagine that comes out and then I don't know any other discussions of any other movies. 
No, because the other stuff I've heard has been shows. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's shows, and then no other movies. But they're talking about all these movies that are in like talks, and they're mm-hmm. trying to develop them. So it's gonna get real slippery. But yeah. it, it can't end until we get that Ant Man movie at the very least, and then we get Kang. With that, yeah. And then it's like, okay, now what are we doing? So like, Kang's. After whatever happens with Multiverse of Madness, correct. Kang is the next big bad we have to look we have to look forward to in future MCU stuff. Correct. Um, that takes from Loki, and then from there, I think. Now you're getting way way far on prediction. Yeah. So I know Fantastic Four is eventually going. to Yeah, come. that's the only thing that I know mm-hmm. for a fact is well, Guardians. Yeah, and, and the Guardians Volume Three, which will probably at least touch. From Blood and Thunder. I think they're both supposed Guardians to Volume 3, yeah, is supposed to be 2023 as well. Okay. Mm, yeah, because uh, that Groot Christmas special is supposed to tie into that movie. And that's at the end of this year? Correct. 2022, okay. Correct. So, Guardians, I would imagine, might actually be the first movie of 2023. Before Quantumania. Correct. Okay. Um, if, if it's going based off of what was previously said. So okay. I think that movie, the uh, Ant-Man and Wasp, was supposed to be July. Okay, so that means Guardians, and Guardians if it comes would out, be, would be the, the May release that you we usually get. So, again, all speculation as yep. of right now. We're a year away from all of yeah. that. So. Like, I, I didn't even know that Wakanda had been pushed to definitely for November. Yes, and, and that I just found that out today. Okay. Uh, from, uh, what was it, Comic Book? Yeah. Comic Book Resources, yeah. they don't always get stuff right, but... They're, I think they're way more reliable than we got this covered. Um, so, as of right now, we know after 2022, there's at least two other movies mm-hmm. for sure. And you know there's others that are just kind of secretly being worked on. Mm-hmm. The question is, you know... So, my what? next question for you is, what do you think... What's your prediction for upcoming Morpheus? Because um, from what they've shown in the trailer, he exists in the core MCU universe. I am interested because number one, Jared Leto. I feel like he was meant kind of for born. This role. Yeah, he's kind of born to play this. This is his role, especially after the the not trailer, but the full clip they showed was the last thing they revealed, which I think was the beginning of December. Because uh, I was like, I was always going to see this, of course, but I wasn't interested in the first two trailers they showed. It was like, all right, this could be. This looks like it could be kind of terrible, but the clip they showed that shows his transformation. And with his attack of of the people, that wasn't actual trailer. It was like a, a two minute clip excerpt from the center somewhere in the film. It looks fantastic. And then I was like, "All right, I'm totally in for this. I'm not just going to see it just to see it. I'm excited to see this now." I'm excited for it. I don't have any thoughts or predictions on it right okay. now. I just can't. Because the only reason I said it's in the MCU is because the vulture sequence when he talks to him yes. and the, the writing on the wall. When it shows Spider-Man, Peter Parker, murderer, so it's after Mysterio has revealed Parker's identity. Yes, and that's another thing that I I don't have a problem with it, but I am concerned with this Sony and Disney. Yeah, because that's merger. me. Sony is playing in Disney's specific world and not yeah. in their own. The Venom verse they already show, they already created on their but own. But he also mentions Venom. Yeah, because yeah. the one cop already mentions, we haven't seen this since what happened in San Francisco, which alludes to the Life so, Foundation. No, but he specifically says Venom, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Like, when he goes to, yeah. someone says something like, are you going to eat me or something? Yeah, exactly. I'm goes, Venom. Yeah, that's pretty pointed. 
So and you say, no, I'm Dr. Mark, Michael Morbius at your service. But yes. the cop mentions, we haven't seen anything like this since San Francisco, yeah. which alludes to the Life Foundation issue at, in the first Venom movie. So this is a mixed bag as to where is he in the MCU or in the Sonyverse, because there's two very different things going on. Yeah, that's where that's where I'm kind of really like. Uh, so it makes I me curious know. as to whether he's they're going to show the multiversal jump because this is is this happening at the same time as No Way Home, or what time frame is this happening in? I think they're leaving that kind of up to date, which makes me wonder how much red herring are they throwing in the trailer to throw sure. people off? True. Are some of those not even going to be ma- making the final cut of the film, which would completely make sense? Yeah, if it, they're it's smart, true. that's what they've done. So Sony's they keep not, people guessing. So you're not, not revealing how. Not smart. Oh. It's Sony, so uh, whatever. Well, it's not Fox though. They're yeah, it's true. Smart. Sony. And Sony, what I can't remember is is Marvel it's... helping them on this production, or is this completely on their own, like Venom was? I don't know because I can't remember from the credits in sh- as to whether because obviously No Way Home is a hand shaking is one hand scratching the other's back, basically. Yeah. So you perfectly working alongside Sony. Yes. Get this out. I mean, but Morbius is a much smaller property. Is that just Sony by itself again, like it was with the two Venom movies, or is it? And even the last Venom movie with the mid credit scene, they obviously are are we're gearing up to No Way Home. Yeah, I mean, I think with Morbius, I think it started off as kind of an idea of like, look, we're just going to do this, and as things kind of moved along, they probably shifted what they were. Gonna so do. I think Morbius is still done by Sony under Sony, mm-hmm. but there's kind of a tie in where they're going to like, look, we'll leave Keaton's the door. Definitely showing up. We'll leave this door open uh-huh. because, we, we, you know, there's, there's you know, stuff to be handled here. Yeah. Um, Have they said who Matt Smith is playing? Because he's a known actor that shows up in the trailer. I don't know who Matt Smith is. He's one of the guys from, um, he's one of the Doctor Who guys. He was in uh, the last, in Terminator Genesis. You'd recognize him if you saw his picture. He's a British guy. But. I'm, he's a known actor, so I'm he's giving he, Phil the look of like just a blank stare. Okay. Well, he's Keep a big enough words. actor that he's got to play somebody semi-major in this movie for them to get him on board. Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper, so you know. That, yeah, but everybody was a stormtrooper because they wanted to do be a stormtrooper. We're just saying it's a you know, gag. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people just say, "Hey, I want to be involved because I like this project, but I don't have right. to be major. I just I just want to say I was in it." Because I've heard a lot of rumors about who Matt Smith could be. Everything from like Norman Osborn, which would completely make sense. It'd be kind of cool, like a version of Norman. Norman. Um. I don't, I don't know, really. I haven't heard a whole lot about Morbius. Okay. I've kind of, I didn't even realize it was coming out until last month. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit, it, it, it is actually coming out in January now. Or actually, I'm sorry, uh, November is when it became clear. I, oh, it's coming out in January. Yeah. Okay, word. Mm-hmm. Let's rock and roll. Versus, you know, a lot of other things. It's like, okay, I'm aware. I, I think most comic book properties though that aren't even in an mcu at this point for me i am not paying attention to gotcha. i didn't realize the batman was coming out in march yeah that's i'm super excited for that but like i'm excited but i'm also like look man when when dark knight came out i was excited for it and after Heath Ledger passed and everybody got on this oh we got to go see it because blah 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 you bitch you only going to see it because it was Heath yeah. Ledger's last one you're not going to see it because you care so i didn't go see it because you know i'm a dummy and i actually watched a bootleg uh, copy of it at my <laughs> old job cuz i worked nights and i was trying to watch it, it was it's such a dark film i couldn't mm. see it anyway i was like this movie's trash so <laughs> On one of my days off, when it finally comes out, I go and buy it. 
and like many other movies like Homecoming, I bought it and just it stayed in the cellophane. Mm. Um, I didn't watch it for like months, wow. and then there was one afternoon I was home because I work night, so I'm mm. I'm home. I was like, look, I'm awake. I turn it on. I watch it on this little thirteen inch TV, mm. and I was like, "Dude, I don't want to tell anyone, but this fucking movie's really good. <laughs> I don't want to let people know I liked it though." And then I just came. I was like, "Look, man, it was really fucking good. Okay, I liked it. Uh-huh. Fucking Heath Ledger nailed it." Had you previously seen Batman Begins? Yeah. Okay. So, and that did, was one did you that, like that? Okay. I loved it. I didn't. Well, so I, my uncle regifted Batman Begins to me. I know it was a regift. He didn't just buy me Batman Begins. Somebody bought him Batman Begins. He didn't care about it, so he and he care. gave it to me. That's the, I'm on to you, Bruce. I'm on to you. Um, so he gives me this, and Sarah and I we're like, because you know, uh, Batman and Robin, you know, was the last taste of Batman we had. We're like, jeez, I think I'm done with this. So we're looking at Batman Begins. I read the back of it. And this this was like a random night. We've had this movie now for you know months. I look at it. I was like, "Let's give it a let's let's give it a try." Watch. It was like, "Holy shit, that was so fucking good!" <laughs> and then uh, that summer, they did the uh, Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. They had the uh, sound clip of Heath Ledger's Joker. No, oh, like, yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. And I remember Sarah's best friend is a huge Heath Ledger fan, at least she says she is. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's playing Joker. And she's a big Batman fan. She's like, mm, I don't know about that. And I was like, no, just fucking give it a try. Like, it yeah. sounds really good. Just just wait it out and we'll see. And, you know, leading up to it, just still business as usual. I don't know about this. I don't think I don't think he's going to make a good joke. I don't think he's cut out for the joke. I was like, just... So she's basically reiterating what the general public said at the time. I don't know that... Well, I don't think that she had heard anything. That, oh, well. But, yeah, she was kind of... Basically, she is the general public, so she was yeah. saying it. Um, this was off her own, you know. Just I don't think he's, mm-hmm. but she loves him as an actor. But she was like, I don't think he's going to be a good Joker. And I was like, okay, well, we'll see. Then January twenty uh, second of that year, of the following year, they announced he passed away. Did she see it before? No, no, no. Okay. So um, oh, wait, I'm no, no, I had a, he passed away before it was really correct, situated. right? Yeah. So, and she, you know, I, I told my wife and then she told her because none of it known yet because this was like the early days still kind of the internet where yeah like there's you a couple necessarily of... hear everything every five minutes yet. yes and i don't even know how i heard it. i think because at that time i was just glued to my computer yeah i think i heard it like a morning newscast on radio the next day or um, something I was like, oh shit but and then that that's kind of where uh, you know you start hearing the snowball effect. oh no we got to go see it and it was like film so well mm. you know i was a big fan of them and like i gotta go see it now i was like yeah just go see the movie because you want to see the fucking movie. Mm. Like, just leave it at that. Um, you know, they saw it. They enjoyed it. I did not see it for a very long time. So Sarah saw it before you No, did. no, no. Her oh. friend. Okay. Um, but I saw it eventually. I was like, dude, I, I really loved it. And I'm not sure how we got to this point. <laughs> but, you know, that's how we do here. Y'all love it. So anyhow, we're talking about the release of the new Batman. That's but yeah, like about, I'll about I'll check out. it out for, for sure. Days. I'm probably not gonna go to the theater. Okay, like because I mean, like like we've discussed, I don't really do the theater a whole yeah. lot, and I did see Sing Two, you know, because I was like, look, my daughter's always like, Dad, can we have a Daddy Daughter Day? I was like, uh-huh. let's go see Sing Two. She was excited. She's still not built for movie theaters. She she's too wiggly. She can't fucking sit down for a fucking movie. Um, I think she's young. 
I think part of oh, yeah, there are other kids there though that were sitting down. I think there are kids. I don't know if there are any kids in there. <laughs> like, no, well, you said, it sounded like the way you described it before we started the show. It sounded like you guys pretty much had the theater to yourself. Well, there are uh, two other families okay. there. I believe they're younger kids. I don't know, but I didn't hear anyone else talking. My kid uh-huh. is like uh-huh. yammering. And, box. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but she, yeah, I, I think part of it though when we watch movies here, like she can yeah, she has freedom. Them. She doesn't know any different. Yeah. So, but she, you know, she, she's going to be that, that person as you get older at the movie theater. They just steadily talk. And it's like, oh, shut the fuck up. I'm watching <laughs> a movie. Um, but no, I wouldn't see that. And it was fine. Mm. My back was hurting, though, because of the chairs. Mm-hmm. Scream 5, I'm going to figure out a time to go see it. I just got to, you know, maybe like mm-hmm. midday when, you yeah, know, motherfuckers little, little are at work. Yeah. Um, I'm off during the week anyway, so... Mm-hmm try to go see it like in the, on an afternoon and definitely you know fewer people available i can't wait yeah. and then um morbius i'm going to consider doing theater but again same same predicament yeah. but uh I'll the, the only one i know for a fact i'm going to see no matter what is dr strange yeah. like and then what's after that again that we say uh you thor said, um, well, you said wakanda would be next well right? wakanda is uh, going to be end of the year November. November. Well, when was Blood and Thunder supposed to come out? I thought Blood and Thunder. So Blood and Thunder was actually supposed to be the May release. Yeah, and they and, it. and um Doctor Strange was supposed to be a March release. Yeah. So they, then they both got pushed. So it's going to well, be Doctor Strange. Of Batman. It's going to be Doctor Strange, and then um, I don't think they're scared. I don't think they're. I don't think they're scared of it. I think because uh, they did some reshoots and added uh, more okay. people in. They're they're talking about more cameos being added. The multiverse, yeah. Yes. So I, I honestly don't think that they have any fear right now mm-hmm. of any other studios putting out a movie on what dates. Um, and you know, honestly, I don't. It's funny because it's like, so we'll take this to the Spider-Man discussion mm-hmm. again. There's always this debate: which is the better Spider-Man? Why does it have to be anyone's a better Spider-Man? Why can't you just like what you like? Mm-hmm. You know, why can't they all equally be good? Same <laughs> thing when it's like. Well, if Batman comes out on the same weekend as Doctor Strange, which they weren't scheduled for the same weekend, no. they were scheduled they were, two two weeks apart. Weekend in March, yeah. But say they both came out the same weekend, why can't they both do equally well? I mean, most people aren't going to see two movies that week, but one might do great one week and the other one does great the next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, remember the numbers impact sales and the sales impact. I mean, remember Civil War and. Um, BVS was supposed to come out the same weekend. And they, that got changed. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't Civil War that moved. It was BVS, yeah. Yes. Now, they did move earlier. And mm-hmm. that was a very clear, hey, we're trying to avoid them. Versus if they move further ahead, it mm-hmm. could have just been production. Yeah. But they, they said, we're coming out earlier. Yeah. Okay. So, but honestly, I, I don't think they're worried about I think more people are worried about coming out when a Marvel movie's coming out than Marvel is about anyone else coming out. Yeah, probably. Um, well, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So like like if Ant Man's coming out, most people are like, Well fuck that, I'll put my movie out anyway. <laughs> this Ant Man. Ain't scaring no motherfucking ants. Um, I think Guantamania is gonna be more of a shock for people than they realize. But I think the build up for that's gonna be so good that people are going to be aware. Mm-hmm. And and want to see this movie, but I think that's how these movies are now. They do a very good job of marketing and building up mm-hmm. to the point where we're like, we've got to see these films. So I, I'm hoping, and I'm pretty sure they will, because it's the MCU. They always do post credits and mid credit scenes that 
leading up to Quantumania, whenever that does come out, that they'll do more Jonathan Major appearances as various versions of the time stream guy from Loki, who will eventually be debut as Kang in Quantumania as the proper villain Kang. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure along... Just, just to lead into it. Along the lines, I mean, again, with a Loki season two, I would... I want to believe... What? Yeah, we don't we don't have any yeah. date for if that's coming out before Quantumania or not. Yeah, I, I don't... I would like to assume it would, but I, who knows? Well, looking at how the, the slate for this 2022 is set up, I can't see Loki unless Loki is going to happen early 2023. Yeah. Or the spring of 2023. Leading into potentially the summer Ant Man release, potentially, I love saying potentially. So <laughs> we'll see, but that that would be interesting to um to just kind of ponder and hopefully mm-hmm. I don't know. Hopefully, whatever they do, you know, it just it makes sense. That's all I ask. Just make it make sense and make it work, because. Spider-Man, for all the great that it had, it did have some parts that just didn't add up, but it was convenient for the story. Yeah. But it was good enough because the rest of the story was made, made you kind of forget because, again, Electro should not have been part of that group. Yeah. It didn't make sense for him to be there because he didn't know Parker. Yeah. But it made more sense for Goblin to be there, though. Yeah. It, it would have made sense for Dane DeHaan to show up because he knew Parker was yeah. Spider-Man. So I, I, mean, I would have been fine with that because I like Dane DeHaan. Yeah. That would have been I liked awesome. his version of the Goblin more than I liked the original Jamie Foxx interpretation of Electro. So what's funny is when we were getting the initial trailers and, you know, they show the Goblin, the pumpkin bomb. And I was like, well, look, yes, that's the Willem that, Dafoe yeah, bomb, bomb. Yeah. But we haven't actually seen the Goblin yet. So we don't know. That could be the bomb. Yeah. But that it could you know, be Dane DeHaan showing up. And that, that was my hope. But I'm glad, I'm glad we yeah. got what we got. Yeah, because... Yeah. God damn it, dude. That fucking old motherfucker pulled that shit off. And he, and he did the stunts, <laughs> too. is an amazing actor. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, dude, I'm, yeah, I'm happy. I, yeah. I might, mm, no, oh, shit, I'm going to the Ravens game tomorrow. Like, like I got to remember that. I got to oh, going to Ra- Oh, you're going to the Ravens game tomorrow? Okay. Yeah, so Steve was going, because where he works, they, they okay. have the suite. And, oh. um He's going to the game. He, already, he took me to one of the games earlier in the year. In the suite? Yeah. I mean, used to work up, man. I used to work there. I mean, there's one year uh-huh. where we went to every fucking home game. Nice. Well, actually, it was two years. Every because it was a raffle, and we rigged it every every fucking <laughs> week. Because there are a lot of Washington fans. Uh-huh. So what I would do is I'd go to these fans and say, "Hey, would you mind putting your name in the hat if you win? I'll buy you lunch. It doesn't cost you anything to do this." Mm-hmm. And there was one game. There's a Thursday night game. I got every ticket out the fucking box. All my people won. Uh-huh. Yes. But I think all my people are the only ones that fucking put their names in. So I had fucking no, I got six out of eight tickets. Wow, dude. Um, but yeah, he's going to the game, and uh, Sarah's old boss. He texts me this afternoon. I was like, "Hey, happy New Year! I got an extra Ravens ticket. Do you know you want to go?" I was like, well, "Let me double check with Sarah. Make sure you know I don't have any bullshit chores to do because mm-hmm. you know how that goes." It's like, "Hey, so I need you to go count the leaves in the backyard. What the, what the fuck do you want me to do that for?" <laughs> so, um, so she was like, "Yeah, yeah, go have a blast." So I, now I, I was supposed to record tomorrow afternoon, and I haven't gotten a reply back from that person. Oh, I was like, shit. "Oh well, oh, they oh, short, well. they short. Oh well, fucking look at your phone." I got to make sure I actually hit send. 
<laughs> so that's an important thing too. But so I'm going to the Ravens game. Um, I'm not even sure why I brought that up because I'm trying to flex. Yeah. But weird flex. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely definitely not weird. It's just it's appropriate. <laughs> um, like, but yeah. So but my prediction for Mor- Morbius is with with Vulture showing up. Are we going to get Aaron Johnson doing a quick cameo as, as Craven to lead into his own film eventually, since he's been officially cast? I mean, as long as the shit makes sense, mm-hmm. do it. Like, like, like Venom didn't make sense to me, which is why I fucking don't like it. Okay. Morbius, I'm going to check it out one way or the other. And it looks like it makes sense. It feels right. Yeah, well, Morbius' origin doesn't tie directly to Spider-Man. It's yeah. Just, he debuted in the Spider-Man comic back in the beginning of the 70s. True, so. but still, it's like, look... It, it doesn't seem goofy. It doesn't seem like it doesn't make sense. So it's like, let's run with it. It seems right. And if they could somehow connect Craven the Hunter to this. Because yeah. the big rumor is eventually in Sinister Six. Because they made a point of only having five villains in No Way Home. Yeah. And that was definitely purposeful. Yeah, sure. They don't want to have six because then that's obvious allusion to the Sinister Six. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you do six, people are just going to immediately say, well, the Sinister Six was in uh, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, yeah, yeah. no, bitch. They purposely did not do that. Um, Even though they did use Ock and they used a version of Goblin. And... <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope they do. I'm As long as it makes sense, I hope they, mm-hmm. you know, include them. Like, I hope he gets some good steroids to, you know, like, get buff. Cause... Oh, uh, Aaron Johnson? Yeah. I mean, he's a movie star. He can, yeah. he can afford them. Like, he got a yeah. He's never really looked jacked. He usually looks thin and cut for like the stuff he's done yeah. for Kick Ass and for when he was Quicksilver. No, I want to see this boy juiced to the gills. Because yeah. Craven's always kind of a bulkier villain. I want to see him so juiced up. I want to see him like, I don't, I want to see him like beat up a fucking paparazzi. I'm I'm, I'm curious what he's gonna look like with the, the beard and goatee because that's the classic Craven Craven yeah, look. Yeah, if they don't have that, I'm out. Yeah, it, it look pretty dumb if he doesn't have that. He's supposed to have a, a bearded look. Yeah, if he doesn't have a beard, he's, look, he's a Russian dude. <laughs> if there's no beard, I'm out. And and his Russian accent better be on point. He better convince me. I better be scared. So, just quick last prediction: Sinister Six. Who would you like to see on that team, or who do you think they'll, they'll do? Obviously, Morbius is potentially going to be in there, even though he's not like any version of the Sinister Six that I know of. So, who I would like to see in this film world for Sinister Six? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and throw Vulture in there. Yeah. Go ahead and throw Scorpion in yep. there. Um, so it gets tricky now because in this world that we're in, what do we, we, you know, what characters do we have? Who are we going to potentially get? Let's throw Craven in there. Mm-hmm. Um, He's an original member too. So the thing is with Morbius is like we don't know where Morbius is going to lie in this. Is he going to be an anti-hero? Is he going to be yeah. a villain eventually or what? Um, but what did I say? We got Vulture, Scorpion, did I say? Mm-hmm. Uh, Craven. So, what about um, because they brought him back now, D'Onofrio as Kingpin. No, because he's not usually a combatant, but he has physically fought people before, and he can yes. hold his own against superpower people just because of his size. No, I want him for some other project. Yeah. I don't want him in this. I would love to see him in a Spider-Man project. Oh yeah, I, for sure. I, now that he's back, and they've. Had Murdoch back, I want to see a street-level Spider-Man film that involves yeah. Murdoch, potentially Punisher, all going up against the Kingpin. The yeah. Kingpin kind of like overseeing the crime in New York yeah. to take on the heroes. Make it happen. That'd be awesome. Um, I can't think of uh, anyone else. That would make sense, at least, to Do you put you think they'd there. bring back a version of Mysterio and have him not be dead? 
because I could see them doing that. Like, had, had I would like own, it. Had faked his own death. I would like it because I, I liked uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, as I think that kind of makes sense for the character that yeah. he would have found a way to fake his own death that would evade Parker's senses. So that was always kind of my thought: was yeah. that is he really dead? Correct. Or, yeah. So yeah, I'll go with that. Let's go with uh, Mysterio in there, and he's a classic member of the Six as well. Uh, let's go ahead and throw Shocker in there. He's okay, still, yeah, he's, Shocker he's hasn't floating. really been done yet. He's floating about out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they've and, alluded to, yeah, that's true. They've alluded to him. Well, no, he was in Homecoming. What about yeah? That, what about uh, um their version of potentially Prowler? I was just about to say yeah. Prowler. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's put Donald Glover back in back in yeah. in there. And, if they're eventually going to introduce Miles, they're going to want his uncle in there, so it makes sense. So yeah, let's let's uh, do it with that group. That that's yeah. that's it. I mean, yeah. If they don't do it, I'm gonna be pissed as shit, and I won't go see the next Spider Man. <laughs> Because uh, so they have the suit in there now too, so could you could throw a, ver- a version of Venom in there? Yeah, but, I mean, so that's the thing too. Depending on that? how they play that, because yeah. I, I want to stay away from Venom for a, just briefly. yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but um, let's go ahead and uh, wrap up here. As always, we we kind of run it. Oh yeah, a, we, a we, little we longer. Yeah. but I mean, if I if I cut out you know my random rants, then <laughs> it actually probably would cut down to about two hours. Um, so. Uh, Phil, as always, thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me. It's always dude. a great time. We were actually going to record another podcast after this. I, I can sit and talk with you for fucking hours, to yeah. be honest. But we'll get you all guy eventually. My wife and I have to watch uh, White Zombie, not the band, but the actual uh, 1932 zombie flick. Okay. The original zombie I've, flick. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. So. Um, like we're just really doing it just. You know, cause yeah, we, you we, want to do the zombie episode. We have our run of the zombie flicks already kind of mm-hmm. taken care of, but we want to do that and then World War Z to kind of wrap it up. Okay. And then we're going to kind of jot down some talking points and notes, but it, it would just not be right to do this without talking about at least what was considered the very first zombie flick, but also it was different than what we know as a zombie flick mm-hmm. today and even George A. Romero's version. So... Um, I should at the end of this just as kind of a teaser because yeah, the first we, episode we got is, the first episode coming. That first episode is coming out this Friday, um, January seventh. I should put a teaser at the end of this mm-hmm. after. But let, let me hit you with some post credits. So stick yeah. around, bitches. Stay tuned, folks. I, I'm saying that, but I'm gonna be honest. I'm lazy as fuck. Hey, I probably won't. So, but so we'll see. What, what's it called? What's the new show called? Fuck. What is it called? Um, so you like horror? Thank you. You knew what it was called. You should just. I'm it, in this fucking show, dude. I run the show and I don't know the name of it, dude. So this like, is gonna be the debut show coming out on Friday. The official debut. The official there, debut. There are two other like. There were episodes. teases. Te- teases. Just kind of me mm-hmm. wanting to hear the sound of my own voice. But um. But yeah, so stick around for that. We got some goodies for you after. But um. But Marilyn Phil, where can we find you? At Nerd Rage Cast on Twitter. I follow, I run the Twitter for Nerd Rage Cast. Um. Ask me any questions on there, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to fi- provide you a decent answer. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Yeah. Getting them DMs. He likes to get them DMs with y'all. <laughs> you freaking shit. <laughs> now nah, you're a good dude. Um, thank you for that. And um, also, every so often, he's over there on Nerd Rage Radio. Go check them out as well. I mean, they're making big moves, like with like number eight in Australia. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> so, yeah, we were like, we were in the top ten in the UK. Where yeah, it's like, hey, don't sleep on Nerd yeah, Rage. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're 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 making moves. When I was looking popularity, I was looking on um, Podbean at the other shows that I follow within uh-huh. the network, and then Nerd Rage. It's like it's Nerd Rage, which is far, far, far ahead of me. <laughs> then I'm number two, and that made me feel good because I was looking at the others like, oh, y'all motherfuckers ain't even on my level. 
Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> off the mats is making moves. Um, uh, it, it, it's, I mean, I don't think it's so much because BJJ Wiki has a following already, mm, yeah. so I don't think so it's, it's them help, helping you out a little bit. Yeah, it, like I don't know. Uh-huh. Like I wouldn't listen to the show. <laughs> oh come on! No, like no, really. It, it's like because it's just kind of like for me, it's a little too everywhere. Like I like my shit like. Like, hey, this is a podcast about about a certain subject matter. This is a podcast about comic books. This is mm-hmm. a podcast about, but then I listen to Dunkel's show, The Shaded Corner. Uh-huh. That shit is all over the place. Yeah, he's, well, dude, that, that but guy. I love I love that dynamic. So go listen. Yeah, big shout out to Dunkel over at The Shaded Corner. Go check him out on Instagram. That's actually the name of his Instagram at uh, The Shaded Quarter. It's a great fucking show. He and his wife. I actually find great great enjoyment listen to them mm-hmm. it just feels right i listen to them and i feel like you know what this is what i needed for my week um also big shout out to a new podcast i've been listening to called the razzle dazzle podcast i believe i mentioned them before is that the razzle dazzle like the candy that no. turns into the gum or is it absolutely not <laughs> razzle dazzle in reference to a catchphrase from the tv show lost ah okay uh, from season three, characters named Nikki and Paolo. Okay. They, you know, were add-on characters later on. Gotcha. And they didn't, they weren't very well received, but they had their own flashback episode and the one character, she was an actress, and that was her catchphrase in the show. Uh-huh. Razzle dazzle. Uh-huh. Dude, it was so good. But, <laughs> but basically their show's called Razzle Dazzle, the Razzle Dazzle podcast, and it's about Lost. It's a very good show. Um, the, their commentary on the show is very. They go episode by episode. Yes, gotcha. and it's so good. Like it's so good. I, I used to like watch the episode and listen to the podcast kind of. T- uh, now I just said fuck that. Fuck watching. I'm just gonna yeah, listen. You're, you're well versed in the show already. Yeah, and they do such a good job at describing everything, and then then doing the spoilers. Yeah. So go uh, check them out. Um, I don't know if they have an Instagram account. Um, Shut up, nut is um the one young lady um i'm not gonna put her name out there because i don't know if she wants her name out there but shut up nut yes shut up nut um on instagram so um go check them out the razzle dazzle podcast and also they're they they were the uh, colorado listeners (laughs) along with my good friend eric and ali who runs armbar attic so go check them out as well and if you all have any questions concerns Feel free to reach out to me, Off The Mats Podcast, or BJJ.Wiki. As always, thank you so much. I love you guys very, very much. I know last episode I didn't do the proper send-off because, I don't know. I think I've just been doing it so much I fucking forget. I'm old. But uh, thank you, as always. Uh, Love you guys. You guys keep listening. I'll keep making the show. Bye. They poisoned. Now let me see his song. A horror film is one that seeks to elicit fear or disgust in its audience for entertainment purposes. Initially inspired by literature from authors such as Edgar Allan Poe, Bram Stoker, and Mary Shelley, horror has existed as a film genre for more than a century. Horror may also overlap with the fantasy, supernatural fiction, and thriller genres. Plots within the horror genre often involve the intrusion of an evil force, event, or personages into the everyday world, and may deal with the transgressive topics or themes. Prevalent elements include death, 
the supernatural, cults, possession, monsters, religion, and folklore, dystopian or apocalyptic worlds, mental disorders, gore, and torture, cannibalism, and of course, serial killers. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the official first episode of So You Like Horror Podcast. Wow, that sounds weird. So You Like Horror Podcast. So Do You Like Horror Podcast? I like that little pause in there. Workshop. All right. So the way this podcast is going to work, it's a monthly thing. I have Off The Mats. That's weekly. I have Kalamp and that's, off. that's fucking weekly also. So this one, we're going to do it monthly. Once a month, I'm going to have rotating guest hosts. First guest that's going to be on here is going to be my wife. We're going to be working on episode two for February. She's to my left. Her name is Sarah Beth. Oh, God. Hi, Sarah. Hi, guys. Welcome to the team. Thank you for having me. My next guest. I expect a rhyme. Oddly enough, she's going to be the March episode because her birthday's in March. Yeah. I ain't got shit that rhymes with your name. But my uh, other guest that's going to be working with us on this is going to be Teresa. Welcome, Teresa. Hi. Don't be <laughs> Fuck, I gotta edit that. Dude, we're not even five minutes in yet. <laughs> Shit. Um, it's okay, you got a month. <laughs> yeah. And then my next guest, actually, he's going to be part of a duo. I only have one of them here because the other one, if I said, Joe, you're trying to come out and do this, he's like, fuck no. And they're like, all right. All he had to say was no. So in Joe's place... His uh, I'm, I'm the fill in. his fill in is gonna be Marilyn Phil. See, fill What's in, up? fill, yes, exactly. Get it? 